Yeah, chill. We we finna get to it right now. Um, Salute everybody. Hopefully, you guys will like, share, and uh, subscribe to the to the panel. The great one is here once again. Also, remember to check this out at three thirty p.m. Ticket will be on playback. No, no, not today. Not today. Not today on Wednesday. Oh, not today. Yeah, on Wednesday. 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 Okay. Okay. Wednesday. But yeah, man, I got something on my mind, man. Uh, Jail Town, man. Got a couple things with you, but. I got two things with you, but D-Lo breaks down crying last night, bro. <laughs> Let me say something, man. That's the part of the game I don't like when we talk about like playing with guys like LeBron James and stuff like that, bro, because of how much everybody else got to sacrifice. And then if it doesn't go right, they get all the blame. Their families get put in into limbo. Remember, D'Lo was drafted to the Lakers. He was drafted to Los Angeles Lakers. He he left because Magic didn't want him. Became an All Star, matured his game, and came back. Right? He the Lakers fans trashed this dude for how he played in the Western Conference Finals, but they forget that he's the reason why a big reason why they got to the Western Conference Finals. He comes in the season this year shooting almost forty eight from the field, forty from the three. And they trash him when he doesn't play well. Uh, but when he does play well, nobody says anything. And the Lakers have reportedly tried to trade him a few times now already this season, bro. And it's broken this dude. Last night after the game, I don't know if you saw the interview. The man broke down. T- the man sat on the bench after the game and didn't leave off the bench. The only person that stayed with him is Austin Reeves. The man broke down crying on the bench, bro. And I felt that from him. And I and, and I see a lot of people dogging out D'Lo. But I felt that from D'Lo, bro, because... When you make sacrifices, you give up money. Like, he could have made more money in the open market. He gave up money to come back and play with that team and run it back. Uh, Your kids in school, you don't want to have to keep moving your kids from school to school to school. That's not good for them. People don't understand a lot of stuff go with this professional game of basketball, bro. And for your guy, LeBron James, to be dapping these dudes up, acting like we all cool when we know he's trying to trade these guys, bro, I find it utterly disgusting. (laughs) And I find that I find, I think that it is a sad thing in the NBA now where we don't mainly blame the, the lead star players no more. Now we blame role players. Ticket, you ain't nothing but a hater. That's all you ever been. That's all you ever will be. This is nonsense. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. That's not hate. This it is. Hold on. Hold on, chill. Hold on. My fault. And the my reason fault. why I'm going to say it's not, the reason why I'm saying it's not hate is because my brother, it's the truth. When, when Kyrie Irving hit one of the biggest shots in NBA history, LeBron James running around saying he the GOAT. He the one wearing the <laughs> Ultimate Warrior t-shirt. When Ray Allen hit another one of the biggest shots in NBA history, LeBron James got most of the credit. Everybody talks about what LeBron James did. So go back to Kyrie's shot. He doesn't make that game over. They lose that game probably. But everybody only talks about the block. You bring up the shot, they say, oh, no, what about the block? The Ray That's Allen stuff. Cool. Oh, no, what about this? Nobody else. This is my point to you, Chilltown. Mm-hmm. And it ain't just LeBron. It ain't just him, bro. But it's the media that's around him that does this to please him. When we had guys like Stuart Scott, R.I.P. to Stuart Scott that covered the game, they weren't on this type stuff, bro. They wasn't, my brother. Them dudes was calling it how they saw it and leaving it at that. Now you got guys on TV that's playing with these guys' jobs, playing with these guys' livelihoods, with the stuff that they're saying. Telling coaches how to coach the teams and what lineups to put in or you're going to get fired. 
You cool with that? You think that's hating by somebody calling this stuff out, bro? The man broke down in tears yesterday, bro. And I felt that, Chilltown. So, so, so if you rewind, the way D, the way D'Angelo Russell was playing, he was playing like that in Minnesota. Nobody was talking about him. Nobody. There were no expectations in Minnesota. He was playing like that in Brooklyn when they went to the playoffs with him as the lead. Nobody was talking about him. Nobody whatsoever. But he gets to Los Angeles where the expectations are higher. So with expectations comes more pressure. Some guys can handle it. Some guys cannot. That's just part of it. Now, apart now, now the fact that LeBron James, quote unquote, now LeBron James, the Laker media cartel or, or, or the LeBron James cartel, yo, that comes with it. You know why? Because it came with it with, all the, with, with other all-time greats. It came with it with Magic. It came with it with the Detroit Pistons. It came with it with the Rockets. It came with it with the Lakers. It came with it with all of these guys. And I never heard you, even if I knew you back then, I wouldn't hear you talking about these guys like that. When you have these expectations, some of these guys can handle it. Some of these guys can't. I'm actually a fan of the. I'm, I'm actually a fan of D'Angelo Russell. I'm not ready to break this unit up. This unit went to the Western Conference Championship last year, and this unit, the, the, the starting five. This is the first time we've seen a starting five consistently since last year. This is the first time everybody's been in and out of the lineup. Darvin Ham needs to be fired. This guy needs to be traded. Wait a minute. This is the first time we actually seen these guys together. For an extended period of time since last year. So we don't even know what we got with these dudes. We don't even know. But now we're talking about shipping them out. But with that being said, I can't blame. I, I it, there, There's enough blame to go around. But the thing that's the most important that we need to understand is when you're running with the Lakers, when you're running in a big media market, this is what comes with it. This is what comes with it. I feel for D'Angelo Russell. I do. I absolutely feel for D'Angelo Russell because I don't think he wants to leave Los Angeles. I think he wants to stay there. Not just because of the LeBron James and, and them having a chance to win. I think he wants to be in Los Angeles, period. But this is what comes with it. I can't just I can't just sit here and go, this is utterly disgusting from LeBron James. I mean, we're talking about the entire, we're talking about the entire Laker organization, who, by the way, succumbs to the pressure of guys getting traded. How many, how many GMs do you see, ticket, that say, all right, we're gonna listen to the fans and we're gonna move these guys? And they ultimately succumb to the pressure. Not many, not many GMs do that. Mark Cuban English yeah, to that. Chill, we gotta change the subject because a pimp named Slipback fell right into my trap. Thank you. Go ahead, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to my pocket, sucker. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's insane. I'm a man. Thank you, pimp. Now who Call, got pimp? Go ahead, calling go ahead, it out. Calling it out. Up. Um, there was a super chat. I didn't know the rules earlier. I want to read that off right before this one. Yep. Uh, I'm so hyped. This is from uh, Bashara. I'm so hyped for my Knicks, but I'm also realistic. Ben getting into this debate with my boyfriend, he thinks Jalen Brunson will lead us to a championship soon. I disagree. What's your thoughts? I, I don't think you will. You don't Julius think so? Needs to play better. That's it. At the end of the day, as good as those guys are, trading for OG Anobi, I think that was great. He's a, he's a Tibbs guy. In addition to him being a Tibbs guy, Jalen Brunson has been playing like one of the best guards in the East. I can't fight that. The difference with them winning and losing is one dude, Julius Randle. You got a 24 and 10 guy on your roster. That production can't go in the tank in the playoffs. He's the reason why they lost to the. He's the reason why they lost to Miami. If he plays better, they beat Miami. Then the Eastern Conference Championship. Now, a lot of times, if you get deep into the playoffs with this Knicks team, you more than likely are not going to have the best player in the series. So if you play against Milwaukee in the East Finals, you're not going to have the best player in the series. If you play against Boston, you're not going to have the best player in the series. If you play 
Philly, you're not going to have the best player in the series. That doesn't negate that you got to, that doesn't negate that you can't play better. And he got to play better in order for them to have a chance to win. He has to. He's an all pro. He's an all star. He has to play better. That's the difference in them winning and losing. Got you. Got you. Pimp name Slipback. Uh, pimp name Slipback. Slickback. New topic, fellas. We don't care about tickets, LeBron's agenda today. Can we talk about the Nuggets versus Celtics? Clippers come back yesterday, Suns' recent moves, anything else. Let's not do this today. Uh, we, we could talk about the Clippers' comeback yesterday. Yeah, I thought they were about to lose in. None of us care. None of us care about the strippers until the playoffs. I don't care. I wish Chill I could say don't care. I, wish I, I know Mars don't care. He's a used to So, pimp named Slipback. You just got pimped. <laughs> I wish I could say I did, man, but I we don't, don't care. Don't. We don't care about the strippers. They get stripped down every playoffs. We know what's going to happen. You guys want us to play. Butt naked, too, trick it. Butt naked, too, trick it. Not, not, like not just to your draws. Butt naked. Completely naked. They get stripped down. Embarrassing. You, you understand what I'm saying? Embarrassing, bro. Go ahead, Mars. What you got? What's going to strippers, Mars? Unbelievable, man. I, I, I think the Clippers are good. Uh, I think I think they're a good team. But I do think it does come down to the playoffs. I think we're going to have this reaction about them until they win a playoff series or two or three. And then um, people are going to change their tune. But it's like when someone's disappointed you all the time, You, it's like, it's like the boy who cried wolf. It's like you don't want to. You've had enough of believing in them and then they let you down and then they show you they've changed and then it turns out when you believe in them, they haven't changed. So I think that's how people <laughs> feel about it. That's, I think that's how people feel about the Clippers right now. Is they look great, but they've looked great before. Is he and lying, though? Oh, they, yeah. I, I was just it, saying it, that on my channel the other day, I swear. Like, literally the same thing. You know what it is. You got that John right there that you know you think they're going to change. You think they you know they think they're going to make the right path and make the right choices. Or you got your homie over here that he over here, he keep picking the wrong one. And you just like, dang, bro, are you going to change or not? Nah? And Listen, then they just never change, bro. Sure. I can appreciate what you want. I, 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 Pimp, I know what you're looking at. Yeah. The, the, the Clippers went on a 22-0 run yesterday to end the game. Fantastic. Norman Powell has been playing great off the bench. Russ has been playing great off the bench. Absolutely. No doubt about that. Kawhi Leonard. I think the, I think, I think the Clippers have won 20 of their last 24 games since December 1st. Yes, they're rolling. But I want you to remember one thing and one thing only. They have, quote, Kawhi Leonard, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and Paul George on their crew. Make sure we get that together. These dudes didn't get together for this right here, what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So I don't mm -hmm. care about it. At they all. got together. They got together. So at the end of the season, we're having a parade in Los Angeles. And if that doesn't happen, um, it goes in this ear and out the other. So I'm not trying to hear it. I, I want to ask y'all a question. Because, you know, the guy calls himself a pimp named Slipback. But he get he's literally getting pimped by James Harden. How do James Harden <laughs> pull the wool over people's eyes, Mars, every single year, bro? Mars, every single year. Since he's existed in the National Basketball Association, bro, we've seen the same thing. Chilltown, Mars, Doug, we've seen him lead the league in scoring. We multiple times. We've seen him win MVP. We've seen him lead the league in wins, total wins in the regular season. We've seen James Harden be first team all NBA. We've seen James Harden lead teams to uh playoff Western Conference Finals appearance. But what have we never seen? 
We've never seen him close a deal. Why? Because he always comes up small in the biggest moments. Slickback you know, wanted to clarify. I'm not a Clippers fan. The point of my super chat was to not hear a LeBron debate. We could talk about the 49ers. We could talk about the Suns. He said anything, but continue, ticket. Because hey, I'm with you. Hey, hey keep, 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 keep on hitting them, uh, them super chats, dog. So we, we, we appreciate like, it. like, subscribe, appreciate subscribe it. become a member, check out our merch, do all of the above, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, you guys about the Clippers, uh, that ticket, uh, not ticket, Chilltown said is we all know how good this team could have been without James Harden in the regular season. I mean, when Paul George and Kawhi Leonard was out of the lineup, we've seen them numerous times being playoff contention. They've been in playoff contention for what, almost a decade now, probably even longer, you know, because if we're going to include the CP three years, right? So we all know that the Clippers are always going to be a team that's going to ba battle for that. But this is why it shouldn't be moving a lot of people because it's not really about that. Is Kawhi Leonard going to be healthy? Paul George is another one that people don't talk about, too, where he struggles in the postseason as well. So is he going to show up? Is Harden going to show up? You know, what's going to define this team is what happens in the postseason, not what happens in the regular season. So we could talk about how good they're playing right now. I think everybody knows how good this team can be. But is this team a team that's going to be able to beat the uh, Nuggets or the or the uh Thunder or the uh, I don't even Thunder think they can beat the Lakers. Minnesota. Bro, listen, listen. When it's time, Dub, I don't think they can beat the Lakers. Have kicked their ass this year. I don't think they can. I don't think when it's time, like even when it was in the bubble, they had beat the Lakers all that season. And then when they went to the bubble and played for that number one seed, the Lakers won again. Like I don't listen, bro. When I look at the Clippers, they're fate, they're playing uh this week, right? Yeah, More I night. think so. Listen, listen, they're gonna say if they lose again. What if they lose again? So here's my here's my point to you, Doug, and everybody that's listening, right? Bro, I the reason why Chilltown and, and my guys like myself, we don't really worry, put stock into what the Clippers do during the regular season, is because we've already seen this before from them guys. We have championship expectations of a guy like Kawhi Leonard. You understand what I'm saying? So when you're leading a team, we we expect you to win a championship because that's what you said you wanted to do when you came to the Clippers. <laughs> you have not done that. So you talk about, oh, well, you guys talk about LeBron James. Well, guess what? The one thing the Lakers did do is they have already delivered the goods to L.A. Regardless of what you think, LeBron James and A.D. have already delivered the goods to L.A. The, the Clippers are still trying to do this. And, and now you added James Harden, a perennial playoff failure, who chokes in, in uh, closeout games for his entire career. And now y'all want to tell us that, oh, we want, we want y'all. Come on, bro. We're not, we not finna. That's not finna fly. Okay, I would sure. rather sit up here. Chilltown, I have more faith in your Celtics than I do in the Clippers. I'll just be honest with you, bro. Now, to, 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 to be clear, last night's game, like I said, the Clippers went on a 22-0 run in the fourth quarter, shut the, shut the mm -hmm. door on Brooklyn, held them to 15 points. I'm still not sure what Jock Vaughn is doing with Cam Thomas. Played 27 minutes last night at 20 points. He still doesn't run anything for him. Not when I say he doesn't run anything for him. I mean that the offense looks broken. Like you have to – I feel like what they're doing with Cam Thomas is kind of jerking him around. He should be a guy mm -hmm. that when he steps on the floor, turn him loose. Like what Doc Rivers used to do with Lou Williams, with Jamal Crawford. There shouldn't be any restrictions on him. I think he's trying to turn him into something else where he wants him to be a, a better defender. He wants him to be a distributor. This dude is buckets. That's it. Let him be that. And it's okay to let him be that. No problem letting him be that. Mikael Bridges, 
who tricked you guys last season, tricked you guys, <laughs> tricked you guys last season when he came over to Brooklyn that he's a 25, 26 a game. No, he isn't. No. Mikael Bridges is an 18 to maybe a 20 a game guy at best. At best. He's an 18 to 22 a game guy at best. And all of that, a lot of that is predicated on him being a defender more than anything. So mm-hmm. Cam Thomas is clearly your best scorer. You didn't get into that. I mean, they got two points last night from their starters, Mars, in the fourth quarter. One bucket. That's it from their starters. That's it. And a guy like Cam Thomas, who and a, and a guy like Cam Thomas, who isn't really playing as much as he should be, only time he should come out the game is when he's tired. And I appreciate the defense that the Clippers played last night. 100 percent I feel you on the Clippers paying attention to them. Sure, I did. However, I don't care. I don't. Because at the end of the day, when them winning the NBA championship, or at minimum, getting there, is all that matters. So this 22-game winning streak, I don't care about that. I don't care. Your Highness Charles comes in. Cam Thomas, I like to call him Cam Thomas, has averaged four and a half assists the last six games. He's improving as a playmaker. His defense has also improved. Jack Vaughn is a domestic terrorist who has a personal beef against Cam. Just so you know, them four and a half assists. I don't know if you noticed, my man, but that's one assist a quarter. You can't get one assist in a quarter. He's yeah, a bucket getter. The way the way that coach is, chill. The way that coach is, bro. I don't respect that dude. Bro. Turn him loose. Turn him loose. I don't respect that cat, bro. Turn him loose. Period. I don't no respect for that cat, bro. No. Is Cam Thomas loose. still the uh, uh, best score for you, ticket? Say what? Is yes. Thomas- bro, just because your coach is a just because your coach is a blithering idiot doesn't mean. That you ain't the dude. He is that he, Cam Thomas. He just showed you against the Lakers the night before. He dropped thirty. He got the most thirty point games off the bench because his coach is dumb enough not to start him. I mean, he's dumb enough to his, his coach is dumb is too stupid to do what he's supposed to do with this guy. Cam Thomas, listen, you have it's a lot of guys in the league that don't play defense. What do you do as a coach? You hide him and put guys around him who can't. That's what most other teams do when they have scores who can't play deep. But Jack Vaughn, again, man, he's a blithering idiot. He is a mid-level tier, lower tier coach. He ain't a horrible coach, but he ain't a good coach. He's in between that, whatever you call that, Mars. Mediocre. He's a mediocre Mid. coach. Yeah, Mid. bro. And he need to get him out of there, bro. Bro, listen. And, and a lot of this stuff happens. The guys in the NBA told me this. Um, a lot of this stuff happens like this because teams don't want to pay these guys right now. So when you see Cam Thomas minutes getting yanked around and they're playing with his averages and stuff, they don't want him to be average a certain amount of points to build up to where they got to pay him some money now when he comes to free agent. You know what I'm saying? They kind of want to keep him in a certain box and then kind of be able to control his career and keep him there as long as they can because, oh, we can still pay you more than anybody else want to pay you, but we're not going to pay you what we would have to pay you if you putting up these mega star numbers. Because if Ken Thomas was averaging 26 points a game this year, how much money do you think he's worth at the end of the season? Close to a max deal. See what I'm saying? So, and, and NBA players have told me that. They said, yo, coaches have done that before. The, the front office have told him, look, take him out. We don't want to pay him right now. Slow his, slow his transition down. Slow his progress down. So we don't but, have to pay this guy. But And it's wrong they did this to him. But it, that coach, it's not just that move. I watch other moves. It's the same thing I was telling Mars the other day when I was cooking his ass and he thought he was cooking me. Like, bro, it's the same thing with the Pistons. Bro, the co- I like Money Williams. They fired him after he went to the finals for a reason from Phoenix. They fought, he went to the finals and he like they fired him. They did the same thing in New Orleans when he took New Orleans to the playoffs after, after that long drought. They fired Money Williams. Now he goes to Detroit, and you would think you would see some improvement. They got worse. 
Well, ticket. Those two things are the same. Those two things. Those two things are the same. Those two things are different. They're not the same because in Phoenix, first of all, we had new ownership, so they wanted to go in a different direction. It wasn't because Monty Williams couldn't coach. That had nothing to do with it. They wanted to go in a different direction, and they did that. Now him now him now being in Detroit, I'm not sure that anybody. I, I know how you feel about Ime, but I think this is one of those tear it down and then build it back up kind of logics because this group right here, they're a lot more talented than we get than than people giving them credit for. But I think that Monty Williams, they shouldn't be this bad. I ain't going to argue that. They should not be this bad. But I think that he's tearing it down to build it back up. I don't know what they're doing. I don't believe that, Chip. You said this to Mars last year. You said, Mars, you're going to have me thinking that James Wiseman is a bum. And he does. Mars has people thinking that James Wiseman is a bum. Mars. And it's not true. Mars, I'm very interested on what you have to say about Cam Thomas and uh, even James Wiseman. I think y'all had that debate already. Before you go, though, let me read this from your highness, Charles. Tickets is 100% right. A NY and New York Post writer wrote in an article saying how the Nets have lost money since the Kyrie trades and owners are trying to save money on tax dollars. It's coming from the ownership. But those Bro. are blithering idiots. Since you brought that up, those are, those are <laughs> blithering idiots. It, in the words of Ticket, those are blithering idiots in the front office with the Brooklyn Nets. This is the same Brooklyn Nets team who traded Kevin Gar traded for Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Jason Terry because it looked good and basically mortgaged their future, and it set them back years after they did that. Here we are again doing the same thing when you get when you sign Kyrie Irving and you sign uh Kevin Durant and, and James Harden and it, it it might be this might be this might be the biggest failure because it was a it, it was a it was a it was a catastrophe 100 percent but now this is where you at now starting over and you in the hole again so I, I have no trust in Brooklyn management zero and they're None. gonna lose they're gonna lose Cam Thomas because Cam is gonna want to leave because he's tired of the coach that he's gonna they're gonna watch him go to a different team and another team let him let him let him let it hang and he's going to ball out somewhere else. Bro, if I'm Brooklyn, if, like, chill, the first mistake they made was not hiring Ime. Again, I told y'all this last show. Yo, Mars, I don't care what happened with Ime Udoka. Bro, I'm hiring him. I don't care what the NBA says. If you want to find me, you want to do it, I'm hiring Ime Udoka. Houston didn't, Houston didn't that's care. The, that's the first, that's a fact, chill, chill. That's the first mistake they made was when they took back hiring Ime Udoka. Because if you hire Ime Udoka, you don't lose Kyrie. You don't lose Kevin Durant. That team is probably challenging to go to the NBA Finals and you have a whole different outlook on the squad. But when they did that, and then you brought Jock Vaughn and said, okay, this is going to be our new head coach now, you're showing people that, first of all, I'm not going to invest in a coach who I really think is really going to be a very good coach to improve the team. We're going to just – they're basically money cutting on everything, bro. And when you do that, bro, this is what you get. Really, the team has overachieved for most of the part of the for the beginning part of the season, but now they're starting to do what what Jock Vaughn teams normally do. Look at the difference with Jock Vaughn was in Orlando and now. Look, you're not buying it, Moss. What the Nets? You're not buying it. What he just said. Oh no, I'm. Well, I'm not pushing for email to have gone elsewhere. So that's of just course biased. you're not because he's coaching your yeah. team. Of that's, course. That's you know, was I wrong with about what I said though, Mars? No, I don't, I don't. I don't. Well, I think Kyrie would have left because of his beef was with the owners, not the coach. No, no, so no. He, what I'm saying, Eme would have resolved that. Eme would have kept Eme. Him being there would have been the security blanket between him and the management. You think so, Ticket? That was a money issue with Kyrie Irving. Oh, hold on, uh, hold on. Hold on. It was a lot of things. That, that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. I'm to, telling you what I know, Mars. All right, I'm listening. If Eme was the head coach, that whole team would have been. Everything would have been settled. I could say, I could say, Ime could have helped it, 
But I think there has been – I think it was too strong of personal issues between the ownership it and Kyrie. Not, bro, let's not forget, they were trying to they were trying to lowball him, and they were trying to leave him out to die, basically, bro, when all of those because, antics came last that's year. So I think that that relationship was dead. I bro, think Ebay could help, bad. though. I'm not bro. saying he can't, but that's a yeah, long – It was yeah, obvious, too, dog. And, and on top of that, Dub, it was obvious that they didn't want to extend them because yeah, if they would have extended them, if, 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 if they wanted to extend them, nobody's they, saying they, you're wrong. We're just saying uh, it's uh, like uh, that's, uh, that's uh, just uh, a long, they, that, that's they, a they, high they, road. If they wanted to extend them, even if Emmanuel Doka was there, I think Marks was over Kyrie Irving. I think he was. Wait, out no, no, if he wasn't out on, if he, if he wasn't out on Kyrie Irving, why didn't he offer him a deal? Emmanuel, let me say this to you, bro. I'm listening. Emmanuel's the type of coach, bro. Everybody knows this. When he gets a job. I'm running the asylum with the players I got on this team. I'm controlling the personnel. Case in point, he went to Houston and said James Harden ain't coming. Houston was dead bent on signing James Harden. He may goes, nope, he ain't coming. I don't want him. He going to hurt the team. Nope, James Harden, you can't come. <laughs> they were sold on Harden going back. Harden thought he was going back. I'm going to lead the league and scoring again. I'm going back to H-Town, this, that, and third. Nope, he may cut it out. You know why? Because he may is that type of dude. He is a man's man. You understand know what I'm saying? That's the same, the same thing he... He held it down with Neil Long. You're like, hey, look, Neil, you ain't finna marry me? Hey, I'm finna go do my thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm a man's man. So at the end of the day, if Eme would have got the job with Brooklyn, Eme would have been the blanket between the front office and the players. Eme always would have stood tall and protected the players, and he would have made Kyrie and Kevin Durant feel like they were in a better situation because he would have took the heat as far as from the front office, and then he would have been able to manage and control the players better. When you got dude like Steve Nash who don't have your back, who have the back of the general manager because that's his boy in the front office, bro, that's why the situation went bad. If E-Mate was there, everything's different. Uh, two buddy and Mars, I still need I still need you to answer a question. But yo, ticket, what you said about D Lo is true. Shams just reported that the Hawks and Lakers are at the 90-yard line with the Murray trade. They're just looking for a third team for D Lo. Trade coming soon. I know every, everything shot, I tell y'all is true. Only these clowns over here disagree with me and, and try to make me seem like I don't know what I'm talking about. Damn. I told y'all, I cooked Mars so hard. Pause. I cooked him so bad the other day on the Detroit Pistons that he had to go in the comment section running his mouth, Doug. Doug, the man. I did people. see, I did, I did see uh, that actually in the comment section. I was actually running my uh, mouth. He has people thinking that James Wiseman is a bum. Mars literally has people thinking this, right? But he don't. He didn't. The problem with Mars is he ignored the whole other side of what what could be causing that. He's you like like we said. We've seen players their tra trajectory have hurt the outcome of their career. I had Kwame Brown tell me, bro, bro. Imagine I'm coming to the league. I'm number one overall pick. I'm supposed to be getting the ball, and then twenty days for the before we start uh, summer league or, or excuse me the season. Michael Jordan says I'm coming back. Ah! Gang, your career's over with. Because now it ain't about you no more. It ain't about developing you and helping you. Now it's about Michael Jeffrey Jordan. So if you look at James Wiseman, he comes into a situation with the Warriors. He ain't coming where I'm getting the ball. They feed me. I get a chance to really do my thing, rock out. Nope. He coming to a, a team where Steph Curry the man. Now you got to do the auxiliary stuff. You got to do the other things. This is what you DNM was talking about on their new podcast show, the OGs. You seen that new podcast show with Udonis Haslam and, and Mike Miller, uh, the uh, I've seen like some clips of Go it, but it I haven't out. watched That's the whole thing. Them dudes be giving y'all all the secrets, bro. UD set up there and said, bro, listen, I was one of the better post scorers in college basketball. His coach, Billy Donovan, was on there talking about it. But when I came to the league, it, I couldn't make the league if I didn't change my game. So if you're James Wiseman, 
James Wiseman literally came into a situation where he had to, he had to be different. That hurt. Ron, what's up, baby? Can Hold you, up, bro. I hear you, Ron. I yeah, we don't hear you, Ron. What's all up here, capping about? James uh, Wiseman. I'm just cooking Mars again on his bull drive on James Wiseman. The dude is a I, I said, I said. Like we don't need to pull up the. I, know, I read what you wrote in the comment section. Okay? No, that, that's fine. Yeah, you can read. What well, this is from a previous episode. Yeah, 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 the last episode when I. Yeah, we we, I, we don't need to pull up the footage of me outlining why him only playing three games at Memphis was a problem, why he wasn't ready for the league, and why his situation in college because of what happened in terms of him taking money under the table ruined his NBA readiness. Why I said him playing for a team that was trying to compete was bad for him. Why I said him going to Detroit in a situation where there was four bigs wasn't great for him. I said many reasons why he's not good. I said all of those things can be true. It doesn't change the fact that he's not good right now and he's terrible. I said all of those things. You can watch the footage. I said every single one of them. Everything you just said, I said all of it. I said I can understand they can all be contributing factors. That doesn't change that he's bad. Why he's bad doesn't change the fact that he is bad. So everything you said, I can agree wholeheartedly with. That is why he is bad. So I'm still he's right. He's bad. I, I don't then think I he's bad. I don't then, think he's bad. All right, cool. We I disagree. Think he, I, think he's, I think he's had bad situations and bad coaching. But see, that's the thing you ignore. You never talked about that. You never talked about that sorry coach that, that they got over there right now. Okay. Is there any um, way that yeah, James Wiseman think... can, can be successful? Yeah, Mars. Yeah, I think he has talent. I, that was the thing I also said. I think he has talent and the potential to be a, a good big. Um, he had a better shooting touch a, a while ago, probably because he was more in rhythm. Um, I think he has a decent little face-up game. He's a he's a good vertical athlete. But do I ever think he he can be an all-star or someone worthy of a number two pick? No, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think his athleticism isn't functional enough defensively. I think I, I don't think he's ever going to be a good defender. And Mars, um, can we at least Mars, can we at least see Mars, can we at least see this dude for an entire season getting consistent minutes and actually being involved? You have to earn minutes. You can't just be right. given minutes for the sake well, of being and, given and I, and I And I definitely appreciate that. But he hasn't even been given the opportunity to earn minutes. No, he was. And he was... Please, I, I know there's Detroit fans in here. Anyone who's watched more Detroit than me, because I haven't watched all their games, every time James Wiseman is on the floor, Please, Detroit he, fans, tell me if does, you think he's worth his more minutes. But here's the he difference, Mars. I, I, I've, I've seen him. I've seen him in Detroit games. He looks lost. And that could that could be a part of what's going on there. What you want me to do? You want me to be here? Then you want me to be here? Then you want me to do this? Then you want me to do that? That could definitely be part of the system. I'm, what I'm asking for from him is, I'm, I'm, what I'm asking for of him is I'm asking to get one season where I can see consistent minutes, where I could get, a, where I could get 25, 30 minutes a night, and I could get 80 games, then I can get a better gauge on what this Thank dude really you, is. Well, as, as, as opposed it's to, hard to give I'm, someone that many I, minutes I, and when they're I, on the court, they're a criminal. But I mean, I guess. It's not. They did it to Killian Hayes. Yeah, and I think that's wrong. I've been saying that. They do do it to Killian Hayes. That is true. But that's my point. I Listen. I agree. Hold on, Mars. Mars. You're right about that. You know why? Because we saw him have a chance and not be able to get it done. He actually had a chance. He actually was getting big. So you minutes. want so basically you're saying you want to wait to say I'm right until you see him get the 25 minutes to prove No, I'm because right. listen, I think that Killian yes. Hayes is a whole different player from Julie uh 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 the big fella. I think yeah, that Jace Wiseman can really play. I just Killian think that when you when you do that, Mars, which which is you try to put everything on the onus on him, it seems like, even though you fake like. You're going to pretend like, oh, yeah, I knew he wasn't in the most ideal situations. No, keep it real, bro. You never really got a chance to see him. 
play his game and a team he put around him. When you're a number one, number two overall pick, you're supposed to be getting John Morant, Zion Williamson-type opportunities, bro. If you're not, how am I really supposed to evaluate and gauge you, bro? Anthony Bennett was getting it, and what happened? No, he wasn't. They gave up an Anthony Bennett in a year. No, I said the, he got a year. I don't even think he got a year, for real, but he, I'll say at most he got a year. So, okay. So most he got a year. Okay, bro. So, but he, it was yeah, you know what? They, it, it, Anthony it was, Bennett was a number one pick and then was a throw-in in a trade the next no, year. No, I'm right. but they was That's how little they believed in him as a number no, one. No, but I'm saying he, just he had cash. But he had that year, though, is what I'm saying. I'm um, saying it I'm wasn't saying really a year. They they stopped playing him early on. Mars, Jack, because they saw it. But James Wiseman. That's my point. Bro, you didn't get to see it with James Wiseman and Steph Curry, bro. Yes, I think I Bennett played 12 I minutes a game in his first, first year. In Warriors, yes, hold on, hold on, trash. no. He was That's playing in Golden Warriors. State and was trash. He was playing. No, no, let me ask you a question, trash. dog. Was they not playing through him to start that season? Was they not trying to run the offense through, through him? You talking about Anthony Bennett? Yes. Tell the I truth. Mean, when they start the I'm season, not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I mean, lie. I can just look at it from a minute's perspective. 15, 12, 12, no, Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Off of the rough memory, because I didn't watch a lot of the Cleveland Cavs uh, games back in 2014 because that crew was I terrible. Like, oh. it was just a terrible crew. But I do, I don't remember them really feeding into Anthony Bennett like they that. They gave up on him within a week. Lord have mercy, man. Y'all ain't finna sit here and do this, bro. James Wiseman's not good. I don't, James Wiseman's not good. They gave up on him early because he's it's not only good. A few other I was not watching that Anthony Bennett Cavs team. I'm sorry. I'm not, I wasn't. In NBA history. You don't throw a number one pick into a trade in his second year. It's only a few of the top two players in the history of the league that we saw go in, not get a real opportunity to get the ball and really beat a man. Darko Milicic, because he was with a great Pistons team. Also, Adam Morrison, because he was with a great Lakers team that won two championships his first year in the league. Coming out of Gonzaga, right? Kwame Brown, because he was playing Michael Jordan, came back that year. And then James Wiseman, because he came to the league. He wasn't even supposed to be with the Warriors. The only reason why the Warriors got that is because they had injuries. He got hurt the year before, and it was put in that spot. So he wasn't even supposed He's supposed to be with a real bad team for real. To where If he was with a different team, Chill Town, we ain't even having this conversation. He have a whole Sorry. different development, bro. Nobody like that. Yo, ticket. So Warriors came in playing wise. No, Mars is a hey Mars is a disgusting individual. He'll come in here and he will tear players down, and and he won't even and he ain't even being logical about it, bro. But he ain't say one word about sorry ass money. <laughs> Yo, ticket. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for him to tear down Jalen Green. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not being logical for saying James Wise was bad. 28 straight games, and he still sit out here watching the same big man out here every night. Come on, bro, before, make it make sense. Before we move on. I just want to ask you, what does James Wiseman need to do to turn things around and become successful? Get away from them, Nick. Man, get away from them, man. Bro, I'm serious, though, Who's bro. That, that makes me mad about Mars, Pistons. man. Right. That man, that man, Ron, you tell me what other coach in the history of the NBA will lose 28 straight games and still march out the same starting lineup? Come on, bro. He didn't. Though. That's, that's wait, wait, no, that's not he, true. He no, dropped. He, he moved the Star Thompson out the lineup. He added Jaden Ivey. He changed Jaylen everything Durant. with that team. That's and the team. And the team's been getting hurt in he and out of the lineup the whole year. Out here getting nine points and eight rebounds in thirty minutes, and he's still starting the other big boy. Uh, what you call Isaiah Stewart? So come on, man, cut it out. Stewart's been hurt during that stretch too. So like that's he, not he, true. He went. He went through a stretch and where he, he still stopped. Wasn't he went. He went. He went through a stretch where he stopped giving Margley, Marvin Bagley minutes to give James Wiseman mm -hmm. more minutes. Isaiah Stewart missed time. Asar Thompson got moved to the bench. Bogdanovich came back in. Jaden Ivey got put in the starting lineup. Jalen Durant missed time. That team has been moving in. The team's been changing left and right. 
to act like he hasn't changed anything is ludicrous. And that only comes from someone who clearly isn't watching the you team. Think that team changes you think night Jalen, in, night out. Clears. It's not even close. I think it's so, not too. even I'm close. Yeah, I put my money on close. that, dog. I put my money on that, dog. What, what Jalen Durant averaging this season? Uh, he's like 12, 13, and like 11. Something yeah! Like Jace Wiseman was averaging that last year with the Pistons, bro. In limited time. So what are we talking about? It's not about the stats. I, I keep trying to Man. tell you. Oh, oh, now it's not about the stats. But <laughs> now I've been saying that. I've been saying that the whole time I spoke about James Wiseman. James Wiseman had a better effect on that team last year when he was starting <laughs> getting minutes than Duran is this year. They lost 28 straight games, bro. I mean, I mean, they didn't lose 28 straight games with James Wiseman starting. I don't respect. They, they ain't. That would have never happened. Can you James, Wiseman, you? James Wiseman was 13 and eight. No. <laughs> so 13 and 8, that's, 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 that's almost a double-double. Jalen Durant clears, but his yeah, stats are damn near just the same, if not a little bit less. But his effect we is, is the games of our eyes. We watch the games. We look at them play. Okay. It's a magical thing. When you, when you watch okay. someone play, you can see Chill, you crazy. putting out the same starting big man if you lose 28 straight games, bro? Jalen Durant didn't play all those games because he missed time. So mm -hmm. just No, but they still did Hold on. But they still... How many games did... did, did James Wiseman start this year. James Wiseman doesn't start. That's my point. Because he's a bomb. So what are they doing <laughs> in front of him and that's getting their ass kicked every night? Better bums. Happy? Go ahead, Ron. <laughs> Pimp named Slickback just sent through a super chat and said, what are you guys' thoughts on the Celtics-Denver game? I'm worried about the Celtics' over-reliance on the three-pointer. Also, the Celtics' defense has no answer for the Murray and Jokic two-man game. I... I I want Chilltown to say something, right? Mainly because uh, I remember me and him on Fluent and Chill when I filled in for Fluent. We had a conversation about Luca and Jason Tatum. And it's so disrespectful, Chill. You're a very disrespectful person. And I'm starting this new chat. We got to stop letting these old heads live, man. You got to mm. You got to sit here and get on that. You got to get off that Jason Tatum train because I have not, I have not seen a top 10 player get so much grace being on a great team for years now, and I've not seen a top 10 player not get that much criticism the way right. JT just gets overlooked year in and year out. It's crazy to me. Yo, and Dub, specifically Dub, from you, top, top people 15. were killing top 15. Now, people were killing JT Luka Doncic for missing the playoffs when now nah, I wasn't you. I believe you were you you didn't kill him, but people were killing Luka Doncic for missing playoffs when his whole team went through a roster mm -hmm. change, right? So I just want to know, chill. Oh, because I believe you watched the game. I think he was very upset yeah. watching Gable Mars. No, what's okay. your talks about JT, man? Because I'm I'm tired of this JT train hype. I'm really tired of it. I got another one in real talk is on it, and I don't like it at all. Well, two things, two two things, though. I think that the gap, remember the, the gap that I was talking about with with, with Luca and yeah. Jason Tatum, where I felt like that it was it was closing. Well, yes. when he plays the way he's been playing, it is actually it's actually widening now. And it's okay. getting it's getting further away. Number two, don't concern yourself with the fact that the Boston Celtics. I don't like the way that they shoot threes. That's who they are. That's who they always been. They're a long ball shooting team. It's not like all of a sudden these guys, these guys shoot the long ball. And number three, I'm not a Celtic fan. I'm a JT guy, but I can also talk about him when he's not doing what I think he should be doing. So I watched him a couple of nights ago against Denver, and it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. Let me tell you what I saw. I saw a 2022 NBA Finals, Jason Tatum. 
I saw the dude standing in the corner. I saw the dude with his head down. I saw him shine away from the ball when we got into the meat and potatoes of the game. I saw a dude being disengaged. I saw a dude settling for shots where he could get better looks. I saw a dude not defending like he could or like he should and not realizing that, yo, B, you are the man on this team. And if you are the man on this team, you got to play like the man on this team. You got to walk like the man on this team. You got to talk like the man on this team. And you're not doing any of that. In fact, what you're doing is, is you're giving that to somebody else. And if you don't want to be that, then let us know so we can get somebody else. Let we us know that. that. We try to tell you that, but you no, still, you still no, you, no, here, 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 here's the difference. Here's the difference. I'm not. Here's the difference. The difference is that I'm not off the train. I'm not off of it. I'm not off of it. I'm not immediately out. I'm not. This is what. This How is? many more examples no. do you need, bro? This is, this is motivation. Listen, my I man. I one of the worst teams in the clutch this year. Yes. Hey, hold on, Doug. How many more examples do Chilltown need to see these dudes choke before he said, "You know what? He's a choke artist." Come Yo, on, and let's not forget, especially with this gap in J with JT and Luca, right? That's the fact. JT was let's not forget, JT made it to the finals, but he went through a heat team that was hurt, and he was almost lost to that team right there because he wasn't being consistent. One shot away, at least Luca, at least Luca, he's going up against the Golden State Warriors who won the chip and he's balling in the postseason. Uh 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 almost every single round this guy jt a hurt and hobbled heat team almost dethroned that team in the east in 2022 but we still think that there's not like you really still think that even at that time in which you said it that there wasn't a considerable gap it's crazy to me and the boston celtics I, no, I've I been, think it was a considerable gap no i thought that the gap closed 100 he had a career year last year and i'm not going to argue that but this year this year, if we're going off, if we're going off this year, that gap is definitely wide. One hundred percent is that because Luca has done. And more this is why we got to stop letting old heads live this year, bro. Luke, like Luke, we just got to stop has, letting it happen. This is Luke, insane. Luca has, has done more with less. Not only has he has he done more with less, he's played better and playing better. Don't get me wrong. There's a difference between being a better player and playing better. But I think Luca at this time definitely better. I don't mean well. He, it, well, this that's the that's the problem with you though, Chilton. You're a walking contradiction. Because like Dub say, like bro. You set up here, you'll sit up here and say that LeBron James, when he came in the league, his teams were poorly constructed and that management wasn't behind him. Well, man, you cannot say that right. for Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, I told you this last time, since day one, right. this man had a championship level team and has not gotten it done. Every single year, he has not gotten it done, bro. Every year. And I'm on record saying that. Get, I'm, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on record saying that we can't just keep getting it. We can't. We cannot just so keep getting that, 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 that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I gotta be out. So I'm saying where are you out on him? Is there a limit? Because you, you came on here before last year, you said I'm out on cat. Then you right. say I'm out on this player, I'm out on that. Right. Where are you out on Jason Tatum? Because he's had, and, and, and he's had hey, and ticket to be fair and showtime to be fair. Before you go, I want to say this to be fair. Like I said before, if this was KD, this was AD, if this was Braun. If this was even Steph, if this was um Luca, if they had a crew like this, especially this crew right here, as a super uh, 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 close to a super team right now with KP, Derek White, ball and best best basketball he's played in his whole entire career. Derek White's been doing that. Drew Holiday, if they are still struggling, like you said, to 2022 Jason Tatum, they would be killing and cooking him, cooking all of those guys. Why is it that he doesn't get the same the same line share of uh, uh, criticism? Because I remember everyone was cooking AD. I think he was cooking AD too, but he's on an even worse crew. So why is JT not over here getting cooked as well? And if you heard anything that I've said, Dub, I said, quote, 
They got to win it this year. They have to. There is no excuse. If they do not, and he's got to be a big reason why they win it. If they don't, I can't stay. I, I can't keep talking about you the way I talk about you, bro. I can't keep doing it. There's no way that I can keep defending this if they don't, because this is the best team you've ever been on. Not only is this the best team you've ever been on, this is the best opportunity for you to do it. This is the best opportunity for you to do it. When James Harden had Joel Embiid last year, first of all, he had Joel Embiid in his prime. I can't talk. That's different than having that's different than having Dwight Howard when he was on the other side of who he used to be. He had him and he had he had um who am I thinking about? Joel Embiid. He had him in his prime. He had Chris Paul, who was still damn good. Jason Tatum, same logic. This is the best opportunity that you have. I'm 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 getting to the point with him. I'm getting to the point with him where every year. I can't keep saying, yo, next year, next year, next year. I can't keep saying it. I can't. So I'm saying, when is your limit? This season. You heard that right now, Doug. This season. If they don't win. If they don't win. They have to win this year. This season, you come back next year talking about something. They have to win it. Analyze what I was saying, man. No, they have to win it this season. They have to. And he don't have no excuses, bro. They got to win it. They have to win it. He's got to get it done. Maybe Mars said outside of Magic Johnson. I think Mars said that. And I'm still. And I'm a Jason Tatum fan. I'm a big time Jason Tatum fan. But I can't talk about you like I talk about the top five players in the game if. You don't do what they do, especially in this particular situation. Chill, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question, because see, this is what this is what going to show y'all levels. If you trade, if Giannis was on that team instead of Tatum, do you think Giannis gets that team over the hump by now? Oh yeah. Mm. See this team. This team hey yo, he's Wait. a fraud, Mars. He's a fraud. He's a fraud. <laughs> no, he's a fraud. I got him. You gotta think about that. 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 Let me make sure I'm under. Let me make He's sure. He's a fraud. Hey, Ron. He's a fraud. You gotta think about that. Any 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 iteration of the Celtics since JT got on the team. Let me let me make sure I'm on the If Giannis is on this team they have now, he's winning. That's crazy, man. Mars, I'm saying any iteration of the Celtics. The Celtics from three years ago, the Celtics from Four years ago, the ha- five yo, years the ago. Hey, the haters ri- hey, Doug, I, I told you this it. dude is disgusting, man. I, 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 had make, I had to make sure that I heard you correct. Okay, Giannis on the 2023-24 Celtics with Porzingis and, and, and Drew Holiday and Derek White. Yeah, they absolutely win the NBA championship. I had to think about that. They won multiple. Forget one. I, 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 but 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 yeah, they're not but, losing. I don't see them losing. With at that all. being said, I don't I don't think that Jason Tatum is better. Or as good as Giannis, I never said that. I never said that, and I will never say that. Not, not I ain't gonna say never, but I, I he ain't better than <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't better than Giannis. No, Mm-mm. no way is he better than Giannis, Mm-mm. fellas. We, but we you got think a super got a better team, right? Who has a better team? Jason you Tatum. Think Tatum has a better team, right? I think they got the best team in the league, not a better team than Milwaukee. I think they got the best team in the league. But y'all call me delusional. Go ahead, Ron. MP13 <laughs> what, 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 what part about? I'm sorry. He keeps saying, hey, hey, y'all, hey, y'all, I'm be, hey, I want to be serious. Sorry, Ron, I'm sorry. I, I this man keeps saying that Tatum and them got the best team in the league. They're going to win a chip all these years, right? They never do it, dog. They never do it. They never do it. Hey, dub, listen. It's dub, crazy. let's be honest. Miami almost swept them boys last year. Yeah. Did you see Chilltown after game three last year? Chill yeah, that was in his pants on national TV last year, right here <laughs> on this show. And I'm not gonna lie, and I'm not gonna lie, this year, and I'm not gonna lie, this year, if the Miami sees Boston Celtics this year too, the Boston Celtics are gonna be oh, wetting wet their pants again, again because I'm not gonna lie, bro. What we've been seeing from the Celtics crew, 
my whole thing is especially delivering late in game yo in the playoffs that's so crucial and when you have a team as bad as the celtics are on those high pressure scenarios those high pressure moments when the game gets tough and you can't deliver bro that's a glaring issue that the Imagine Celtics need to find. Oh, I, they're winning three straight. I think they're winning three straight with that. That's crazy. Yes, they would have been one to chip if I'm gonna be honest. If Luca was there, when there's not a considerable gap, what are we talking about? Come on, man. Come on, we ain't finna do that. No dice. MP13 said, Chilltown, how much money do I have to pay to somehow get a message to Tatum that the point of driving to the rim is to actually finish and score? Yep. Not run, not running there with no plan for and, and look for calls. You should have seen. You should have seen him last night. Forget what you saw against them, but you should have seen him last night fishing for fouls, not really looking to finish, flopping. And he just looked like he was there last night. Last night, he Mars and I watched that game. He just looked like he was there. Like, all right, I'm here for work, and 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 I'm showing. He just looked like he was there. And moving forward, my man, that's not going to get it done. That is not going to get it done. Absolutely not. And as much of a as much of a JT fan that I am, it's difficult to come up here and defend him with stuff like this going on. It is, and with the team that he got right now, and I'm not gonna completely sound the alarm because they still in first place. They got the best record in the NBA. He's still playing like a first team All NBA performer. With all of that being said, we are at the point like we were with Kawhi Leonard. Like you got to get it done, and Leonard got it done. Not sure, Leonard absolutely got it done. So you have to get. If I'm gonna talk about you. Like I talk about these other guys in the top five, in the top 10. If I'm going to talk about you like mm -hmm. that, it has to be something signature. Yeah, I saw you last year in game seven go for 50 and close the series out. Yeah, I saw you last year in game six uh, close the steal that game in Philadelphia. Yeah, I saw you go into Milwaukee and put 46 on Giannis in an elimination game. And I saw you eliminate Giannis. Yeah, I did see all of those things. Now we are in a particular situation. That's why I was talking about you like I was talking about you. But now we're in a situation where this is the best team that you have ever been on. You have to win. We can't just keep getting there. And my patience is running short, very short. And for those who don't know, JT had 18 points last night. Uh, he shot four oh, for 17. 17 shots. Uh, oh, did shoot nine for 12. Don't, 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 don't listen. I don't even listen think if you put Ant Man in that spot, Ant Man already gets it done. Don't listen, don't listen to the, don't listen to the if stat. Shay's there, I'm not gonna lie. If Shay's there, if Shay's there right now, if you change him for Shay, oh my god, Ant Man gets that team over the hump, Giannis gets that team over the hump. This the same and we still have to, and we still have to see it. Yes, we do. We still have to see it. And bro, also, I just don't understand where you get your logic from, bro. I do want to acknowledge the fact that it's not just Jason Tatum over there as well. It's another guy over there who's very, very inconsistent. Too. That's why. Hold on. No. But that's why we're saying that, Ron. But this dude that's in the middle between me and you, he, he somehow he can he keep thinking that they. Oh no, this duo can work. I told him Jalen Brown is not worth three hundred million dollars. With three hundred million dollars in his pocket, he's not. Nobody's worth that. None of these dudes is J worth that. You can suck your teeth all you want. Nobody's worth that. No. Jalen Brown did have uh, a triple double last night. He had thirteen points, eleven rebounds, and ten not assists. Not worth three hundred million. I I don't I don't understand how on on a night where it doesn't matter who you're playing. Now they played the Rockets and they did win, but how does Jason Tatum have eighteen points? 
and Jalen Brown has 13. Now they can get away with it now because Christoph Porzingis had 13 points or 32 points. Ron, Ron, don't and, do it again. And, and, and Derek White had 21. No, they can afford to get away with it on a on a Sunday night playing against the Rockets. But on a Sunday night in game seven, you're not gonna get away with that. That's you, the point of saying nobody's worth 300 million. What do you want? That's a lie. What do you want? Giannis is worth three hundred million. That's a lie. Giannis and Tedekumpo's worth. I don't understand. That's a lie. But the the point I'm trying to make is they can get away with it right now playing against the Houston Rockets. When you're playing against the Milwaukee Bucks in Game Seven, when you're playing against the Seventy Sixers in Game Seven, when you're playing against the Miami Heat in Game Seven, those two dudes cannot afford to not show up. This man said nobody's worth three hundred million dollars. Y'all missed that. No, oh. no, we didn't miss that. No, 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 they didn't Shea's miss that. Shea's worth three hundred million dollars. Who? Shea Who? Alexander's worth three hundred million dollars. I think, okay. I think everyone's worth as much as someone's winning. Anthony, hold on, hold on, Mars, hold on, hold on, Mars. Anthony Edwards is worth three hundred million dollars. Okay. Right. Okay. Giannis Antetokounmpo is worth three hundred million dollars. Is he worth four hundred million? Because right. that's oh, what it's going to be next. All after that. Is worth that, that, million. So that's what it's going to be. No, no, I'm is, telling is you, is it going to be over the? Nobody's worth that. I'm telling you. I don't think so. All of, all of so. these dudes, all if Jalen's worth that, that, I think money, they're bro. worth it too. So don't say that, bro. I don't think Jalen's worth that. I That's the difference. I don't think he's worth that. That's the difference. And Ron, just so you know, don't let that don't let that 18 points fool you last night. It was way worse than that. It was way worse than that. He he wasn't doing anything, to be honest with you. Rebounding, him rebounding, he was getting rebounds, wide open rebounds, him him shooting bad threes. Now I'm, I'm I'm definitely being critical of Jason Tatum right now, 100%. And, yo, my man, you definitely need to play better because this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. Do you, do, you think, do you think they beat the Bucs last year if Middleton's healthy? If Middleton was healthy, do they beat the Bucs? Yeah. Was it Middleton? Was it Middleton healthy? Let's talk about 22. I had to – oh, in 2020. I had the Bucs winning the championship that year. Right. Okay, so then – that's my been my point to you then. I had the Bucks winning the NBA championship that year. Right, I didn't right. think Boston these... was there yet. I don't. I didn't think Boston was there yet. Oh, no, so I you didn't. didn't think they was there then with Eme? I didn't think they was there yet. No, I didn't. I didn't think they you were there. You didn't think they were there with Eme, but you think they're there with, with Kaka? Yes, I do. I think they're better because we. I, I do think that they're better, but I still see some of the things that I saw from two years ago, and that's not good enough. That's not going to get it done. That is not yep. going to get it done. Now, now, with, that, with, with, that all, with all of that being said, with all of that being said, I'm not jumping out the window going, yo, this team sucks. Jason Tatum, you suck. No, what I am saying is, is that I'm going to talk about, if I'm going to talk about you like you are a top five player, like a top 10 player, you got to start playing like it. You have to. This ain't good enough. Yo, he we got some super chats, hey, He thinks the Celtics is better with Missoula's Missoula than Ime Udoka. That's all we need to be saying. This man need a brain scan. A cat scan on his immediately from what he just said. Gotta stop letting these old head live, man. Come on, bro. M Come on, bro. MP13 said, chill. Name five players on Tatum's tier and then hypothetically put them on the Celtics, replacing Tatum over the last few years and decided and decide whether or not they'd win the chip year by year. Do we want to do this? Jimmy Butler. Yeah, you? I, I want to go ahead, chill. <laughs> so in the last five years, this oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. So 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 we'll start from the top. Joker wins an NBA championship with this team. Giannis wins an NBA championship with this team. Luka wins an NBA championship with this team. Curry wins an NBA championship with this team. Uh, KD wins an NBA championship with this team. James wins an NBA championship with this team. Um, 
No, I disagree with that. He'd have traded the whole team halfway through the season when they went on three games. <laughs> <laughs> Again, James wins an NBA championship with this team. Um, I think Devin Booker wins an NBA championship with this team. What? Yo, um, hey, yo, hey, yo, chill, chill. Come on, bro. Let's chill, see. chill, chill. <laughs> the, 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 You're not going to chill. You're not going to Anthony Davis, I think he wins an NBA championship with this team. Chill. Um, chill, chill. Chill. Jimmy Butler? Come on, bro. Jimmy Butler. I think Buckets. I, I think Buckets wins an NBA championship with this team. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. I absolutely do. Hold on for a second. You think Devin Booker? You think Devin Booker? Chill, tell. Let me ask you a question. You think Devin Booker is better than Jason Tatum? Y'all, do y'all believe that? Do y'all think Devin Booker is better than Jason Tatum? No. I I can't. They're in the I, same I, tier for me. Bro, what is wrong? With absolutely. D Book is absolutely no, better I'm than Tatum. And yo, here's the here's the difference in the clutch. D Book act like he got some sense. D Book act like he's trying to win the game. What? Uh, closing games? What are you talking Sorry. about? The, you we can we can always run to we can always run to one or two closing games. I'm talking about on a consistent basis. One or two in the clutch, consistently the closing in, games he get plays sorry. terrible. Thank you. Consistently in, 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 in the clutch in the clutch of any game, D book acts like he got some sense and he's trying to win. Ron, come on, bro. Oh no, Ron. I'm not gonna hey, lie. Hey, Ron, hey, Ron, hey, Ron, hold on, hold on, Ron. And What's before up? and before and before I gotta get up out of here. Let me cook your antennas over that overhyped, fake-ass big three y'all got over there in Indiana that's getting the hell beat out. They 0-2 already, baby. All the losses piling up. And y'all went and got Siakam. Made it. He didn't say a word, Ron, when they was 10-3 and with Halliburton out the lineup. He yeah. ain't say a word, not one Ron. word, Ron. when he was Ron. out the lineup. Now all, of a sudden, now all of a sudden, they've lost their last three games. Take it one to run his mouth. You got some no, 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 Hey, Tiki, you do know Tyrese Halliburton didn't play last night, I don't night, give a right? damn worry yet. You still got big you, Pascal and all the other dudes. You, you, you do know he didn't play last night, right? You Who do know you do know it's a Tyrese. transition. No, no. You, you do know it's a transition when you do get a player, yeah, Tyrese, no matter what the caliber is. Tyrese and Pascal's first game back against the Blazers and then Indiana going up against the Suns that are actually playing very well right now without Tyrese. I mean, we can't use that as a, as a sample of who, how good they can be. That's that's two games where well, the first game's this back. This supposed to be the team that Ron and them acting like can challenge the Bucks and all this other stuff. But when little old Hallie is hurt again, they can't. They now they but can't. That, get that is that is a crazy bar, though, Ron. I don't. I, think I never said they could challenge, challenge the Bucks. You did say never, that. You're a liar, I never. I never. I never said they will beat the Bucks. You said they could challenge the Bucks. You did say I, that. I never said they will beat the Bucks. I said they will make it a series, just like they beat the Bucks ass all year. And and keep in mind, you know I'm a Bucks guy, but I'm not. I'm not. I never said they'll beat the Bucks. I never said they'll beat the Sixers. I never said they'll beat the uh, the Celtics. But I did say that they will make it a series. That that series will go to six games. I disagree. I think I think Pascal's hurt their team. And I ain't saying because he's a bad player. No, I think he's hurt their team because some Thinking guys. You hate Halley so much. You're not hearing me. that. That some no guys, matter who no, would have no, went no, over no, there. No, no. Yo, you're missing it, my point. You know what I mean? I'm not saying because Hollenberg. I'm saying because I don't think that's a good fit with him and Miles Turner there. I don't think those two, I don't like that fit together. Even with Holly on the court, I don't like that fit together, those two guys. Tiki, that's one of the best front courts in the NBA. No, it's not to me. Why not? Because I don't think the fit is correct. I don't think that, listen, I don't think that they play enough off of each other for it to be right. Even with Holly on the court, I don't see those guys, like I don't see it mixing and matching correctly. 
You know what I mean? Like, like for, let me give you an example. If I'm the Lakers and I have AD and I have Gafford, that's a great mix for me. Because now I got a guy who's playing like Gafford plays and I got a guy who's playing like AD plays. So one guy, you know, washes the hands for the other. With these two guys, I don't like the dynamics of – because Pascal Siakam and, and Miles Turner kind of play in the same areas. They kind of play in the same – they kind of like – you know what I'm saying? I don't like that. They kind of need the same space other. out there on the yeah. court. They contradict um, each other, basically. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's why I said – that's why I said the chill town about the Celtics with Tatum and Brown. They both in the same – they both need the same type of space. They both need to operate – they both need that ball in the wing and operate. It's like you need – you you got a team with two T-Macs on it. You can only have one. In that situation, it's not going to work. They're not going to work like Kawhi and Paul George work. They got great chemistry with each other. So it's not going to work like that. That's a different situation. It just sometimes styles make fights. And, and that team, bro, even with Holly coming back, it's going to be hard because who who's going to – like with Miles Turner, Miles Turner likes to shoot threes. Pascal likes to shoot threes sometimes. They both like to post up. They both like to operate in the same area. So if you're both in the same area and that paint is clogged up, whatever – how am I going to get space? How am I going to, you know what I'm saying? It's just a whole lot of stuff that I don't like with that team. I, right I, I hear what you're saying. It is a, a little bit of redundancy. The thing about those two is they could both stretch the floor. And they, they might not be the best floor, floor spacers, but they can both step out to the three-point line. But honestly, Miles Bridges or Miles Turner just got to fall back and let Pascal Siakam be Pascal Siakam. Well, he got to fall back. What do you mean? Why he got to fall back? That's Pascal Siakam. He, he, well, all right, dog. He, he better than Miles Turner? All right, bro. I don't think Miles Turner and, and and Pascal Siakam do the same thing. I think Miles, I think Pascal Siakam is more of a three man than he, they got him playing at the four. In fact, he's one of the best transition players in the game. Him playing on the wing, I think that's going to help him and Halliburton because Halliburton is one of the best transition guards in the game, especially as a distributor. I think that could work. I don't think it's a needle mover where they and where they now championship contenders because I still think that they fall away. But I think that with Miles with with, with Pascal Siakam and and, and and Tyrese Halliburton, I do think that that works with those two guys, with Halliburton, not Halliburton, I'm sorry, with Pascal Siakam being more on the wing than playing a power forward. I do think that. Yo, yeah, uh, and I don't think that they don't clog the paint at all for each no. other. Let's not act as Miles Turner can be a guy that's going to give you seven, eight. Sometimes I'm against the Blazers, he gave you like 10, uh, he gave you 10 a shot attempts, but he made like six threes. So, like Pascal Siakam and Miles Turner clogging each other's way. Yeah, that's, but that's not at all going to happen. That's not, at all. To, that's not what he's used to. Miles Turner's also listen. This is what I'm saying to you. Miles Turner's not used to just standing on the three point line. He's used huh? to crashing the board. Listen, he's used to crashing the boards too. He's used to so. Listen, what I'm saying. I ain't talking about just offense. Listen, what I'm saying. He is, bro. I'm listening to you. Take it. Keep going. Watch, keep going. Turner, you watch Miles Turner when he shoots threes. A lot of his threes will come off picking pops and stuff like that. He's not just gonna stand out there on the three point line, spot up and wait. If you got Siakam in the game, Siakam likes to post up a lot. So now, what are you doing? You have to kind of put him at the top of the key or the top of the perimeter on the other side of the court out on the perimeter. That takes away from what Miles Turner also likes to do, which is crash the boards and rebound, get offensive rebounds, play around the basket. Because Turner, Turner don't play. crash the boards like that. He don't. He, I mean, he gets rebounds because he's the big man, but he's not. He's crazy. Not. He's not this crazy rebounder that's crashing Bro, the boards. all over the offensive boards. He's not, the offensive Miles Turner be standing. Miles Turner be standing at the three point line religiously a lot of the times. So like, what are we talking about? And then it's it's actually the reverse. He he every now and then he gets on the low post, but he definitely pick and pop. He's standing on top of the key at the three-point line. Bro, he, he gets a lot of actions like that. What are we talking about? How many rebounds Fellas, miles oh, average, average Mars? Like maybe like seven or eight. I know in the month of uh seven. How, how many rebounds he average seven, Mars? Like seven or eight. Seven. Yeah, seven. And how rebounds. many minutes? In how many minutes? 27. 
Thank you. That's great boarding right there. What? <laughs> you, you are lying. No, you're <laughs> lying. You're like seven? Seven? No. No. What? What's his 36, Mars? Nine. Thank you. That's what? For 36 minutes? No. He should Her be a double 30... digit ticket. He should be a double digit rebounder. Ticket. He should be a double digit rebounder. You know what I'm at Hey, we, we, we got we got super chats. We got super chats, y'all. I got a $20 super chat. And I, this has to be read. Uh Yursta said, Mars, did you figure out the Luca plus minus stat padding with stat 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 padding the stats with minimum impact? Question mark. He limited the potential of the Mavs, asking. Asking since you asked about it two, three times. Also, Mavs need offensive coach to maximize Luca and Kai. Question mark. Um, I don't know the actual reason. My my not theory, my belief is um the Mavs have players who can do more than what they're asked to do when Luca's on the floor. That, that that's that's why I, I, I think it is. I think Luca isn't required to do as much of the heavy lifting as he does. I think the Mavs have competent pieces, which is why I think they don't. Outside of Kyrie, Mars. Um, well, now I think it's Kyrie, um, Tim Hardaway, um, guys hey, like Josh Green, as good role players. Those guys. Oh, right think... one second, Mars. You think Tim Hardaway can consistently create his own shot without Luca? I, I think, given the opportunity to expand his game and his responsibilities, the Mavs don't fall off a cliff. That's what I'm saying. That's Mars. What, that's what I believe. Mars. Mars Blackman. The, the, yes. the, 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 the science professor of basketball here on Player's mm -hmm. Choice. Mm -hmm. You're going to sit up here with a straight face and tell me that you think that if Tim Hardaway Jr., who can't create a, his own shot if you help him create it, you're going to sit up here and tell me you think that without Luca, if he was given more of an opportunity, he, he'll be able to create, he'd be a, be a yeah, shot, better shot. Did, did you listen to what I just said? I heard exactly what you said, brother. Okay, so repeat what I said back to me. I, I, I said that. <laughs> I said what I said was that. I said that given the chance that Luca is not on the court, that one Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, would have more opportunity to create his own shot, I think he would be better in that. No, that's not what I said. I said the Mavs wouldn't fall off a cliff if you expand the responsibility. Oh, yeah, you said yeah, I said the Mavs wouldn't fall off a cliff if um, guys like Tim Hardaway Jr.'s role were expanded to do more than what they are asked to do. That doesn't mean I think. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. needs to be given the ball to go ISO every possession. It means I think the Mavs have players who can do more than catch and shoot. But Luka, Such as? Kyrie and Tim Hardaway Jr. with a two no, I pointed in the Kyrie and Tim Hardaway Jr. the two I pointed to on the team this year. In the past, I think it was Jalen Brunson and Kristaps Porzingis. I think when you play with Luka, you get relegated to a role where you your game gets minimized. You believe the same thing with LeBron James and Kevin Love and Chris Bosh. It's the same concept I have with Luca. I think these guys can do more, get asked to do less because Luca is so great with the ball in his hands. You give him the ball. But when you watch the Mavs play when Luca's not on the floor, the reason they don't look terrible is because these guys can play basketball and can do more. That's my belief. And the, the reason I started thinking about this is because when I looked at the numbers of how the Mavs play when Luca's not on the floor, they're good. They outscore teams. They play better than the opposing team. And this is not in the minutes where they're already up 20. This is in games that are close, games that are tight, meaningful minutes. The Mavs don't fall off a cliff when Luca's not on the floor. With guys like Kyrie and Tim Hardaway Jr. and Josh Green and even Jaden Hardy in his limited time, the Mavs offense doesn't fall off a cliff. The Mavs are not decent. a playoff team without Luca. That's not That's my not point. True. That's not no, no, my keep point. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. That's not. That's not. They weren't a playoff team with Luca last year. But that's not my point. My point. My point is 
Luca is so Luca is so great with the ball in his hands that you want to give him the ball, but it leads people into a false sense of the fact, a, a false sense of belief that the Mavs can't do anything without. Luka. Do you believe? Do you believe the Mavs are a playoff team without Luca? A playoff team. in this West, probably not. Probably a playoff. Okay, so team. hold on. So that's my point. My point is, is this: outside of Kyrie, Tim Hardaway Jr. ain't creating nothing. He ain't creating nothing but some new just for men on his beard to make it look fuller. I'm not saying the Mavs are going to have playoff success without Luca because right. clearly they have Luca. No, My point, saying, I'm, I'm yeah, the point I'm saying mm -hmm. is with Luca on the court, if these guys still got their responsibilities expanded, I think the Mavs would be better than they are now. They Why asked Luca to New York then when Luca wasn't on the court. So is it it's not just about Tim Hardaway. Jesus Christ. It's oh, not just about on, Tim Hardaway Jr. I'm, I'm going, I'm going back in time. I'm going back in time from when they had Porzingis in 2020, when they had Jalen Brunson, mm. now when they have Kyrie. All I'm saying is the Mavs consistently in Luca's career don't play terribly when Luca's not on the floor. The reason right. I believe that is because their players are capable of doing more than they get asked to do when Luca's out there with them. Because when, when you have a player as good as Luca, you put the ball in his hands and it makes sense because he can create good shots for everyone all the time. But the reason this team doesn't just fall off a cliff when he's not out there is because I think these guys can do more. Maybe it is just Kyrie. Maybe I think Kyrie is so great that he can shoulder a larger offensive load. Give all the credit to Kyrie. I don't care if you want to harp on Tim Hardaway Jr. Kyrie can do more, and he shows that he can do more when Luka's not on the floor. Jalen Brunson can do more. He's showing it in New York. He showed it in Dallas when Luka wasn't on the court. When Jalen Brunson was on the team, the Dallas Mavericks were still a good team. When Luka wasn't on the court and Porzingis was on the team, the Dallas Mavericks were still a good team. They were still outscoring teams. Their offense didn't fall off a cliff. Their defense was better. I think these players and these teams can still do more than if you give them the opportunity to do more. That doesn't mean take the ball completely out of Luka's hands. It means... Hey, Luca, you have guys who can do other things. Maybe if you work on your catch-and-shoot spot-up game. Maybe if you do more without the basketball. Maybe if you cut a bit more. Maybe if you play in the post more and use that to leverage opportunities for other people. We don't need you to dribble the ball 26 times at the top of the key to create good offense because we have players who can do other things and be better than just catch-and-shoot, guys. I think I don't think what I'm saying is crazy. Maybe oh, maybe you oh, think it's crazy. No, I'm just saying I think the team's good. Without Luka Donich, here's the scores of the games in all losses. 118, mm -hmm. 108, 139, excuse me, 118, 110, 122-96, 108-94, and 139-103. Okay, so as I was saying, this isn't about winning games completely without Luka Doncic because Luka is on the team. My whole point is, in the, in the time in which Luka isn't on the court, not 48-minute games, you want to go on a 20-game stretch without Luka, you're going to win 11. I'm not saying that. I'm saying when Luka is available and playing, and you have lineups where Luka's not on the floor, these guys can compete, and they play decently well. They don't completely struggle without him. Then he comes back on the floor, and all of a sudden, everyone's relegated to be spark shooters, and you minimize the responsibility they have, where I think they can still expand that game, and that will raise the ceiling of the team. There's no teams that ever win with a guy who's asked to do as much as Luka Doncic is asked to do. So it happened with James Harden. It happened with LeBron his first time around in Cleveland. No one wins when you have someone doing so much for a team's offense. It's never worked. I don't think it's going to work with Luka Doncic. I don't think it was going to work with James Harden. James Harden's the closest I've seen it happen because he forced that Warriors team to seven games. And that was when you had Chris Paul who was able to do more, and especially when James Harden wasn't on the floor. So I think this is a recipe to not win. But it's great floor raising. It's great for a team that wants to make the playoffs. But if you want to win a championship, you have to trust your teammates to do more. I think has, that's all I'm saying. That's literally has, all I'm saying. Mar says Luca tricked I don't us. I think that's crazy. Mar says Luca tricked us into thinking that these guys aren't as good as they really are. 
I don't think Luca tricked I don't think y'all. It's I, I think this is just I, what happens when someone. Don't I, I just don't think people are paying attention, mainly because if we go back a couple years ago, I remember there being the same stretch where people was like, "Oh yeah, take this guy off, take Luca off the Mavs." You know, they're not the playoff team. Luca got hurt in the regular season. They were still winning games and performing quite well against the Utah Jazz when Luca's not playing. They're still winning games in the postseason. So my whole thing is, and this is not a way to, because, you know, I'm very high on Luka Doncic. This is not a way to diminish Luka and what he could bring. But let's not act as if the Dallas Mavericks are this trash team that can't play basketball without him. Because I believe right now they're like three and three without Luka Doncic this it's year. It's three and four. They're three and four. Three, they're three and four without Luka Doncic this year. Not and terrible. Not terrible. Yeah, it's not. It's not, not, not ridiculous. They blew out Portland. They beat. They beat. But it's they not beat terrible. It's a seven game sample size. Right. It's if not they were terrible. four and three. Are we going to take that the for many? Point, like what, what the, whole point is, the whole point is the Dallas Mavericks has good pieces around that crew. Let's not act as if Luka Don. Like when Ticket says this team is not a playoff team, I think they're competing for the playoffs, but maybe also, they won't make it. But they're definitely a good enough team to be able right. to make that seven to eight seed spot. Yo, I don't want to get into a hypothetical debate about Luka not being there, whether they're a playoff team, because Luka is there. What I do want to say, though, is this is the reason why, and I got to keep my logic consistent. This is why I say free DeJounte. I got to say the same thing about free Kyrie, because I hate to see a good talent get relegated to a lesser role than they deserve. Ky- we we all know what Kyrie brings to the table. That's what a sacrifice, bro. To what a To what avail, chill? To winning. That's what it is. When has Kyrie ever been a number one guy, Rod? It's not about him being a number one. But he's been a great number two. One of the better number. He's been one of the better number twos that we've seen over the last 10 years. I'm saying, what is he being delegated to with Luka? What do you What do you mean? What, do you see Kyrie's numbers when Luca's there and when he's not there? Hold on, but that's because Kyrie don't be out there missing shots. That ain't because Luca. A lot of them nights, Kyrie be going five or seventeen for the it's field. It's about rhythm. We, we we understand the concept of rhythm, right? Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Kyrie's oh, rhythm is Kyrie's he's rhythm and how he gets his shots is very different when Luca's on the floor than when he's not. So I'm not so saying that explains five or seventeen, but it explains why he has to play different. Was that different than when he played with LeBron James in his prime? Yes, yes, yes. If yes. you look at how if you look played at how it. he got his shots when he played with LeBron to how he played how he gets his shots when he plays with Kyrie is different. Yes, it's different. And LeBron was it's different. LeBron was just as ball dominant. No, he wasn't. LeBron gave the ball actually. No, he wasn't. Kyrie, he wasn't. Kyrie, no, Kyrie he was wasn't. taking more shots than LeBron James, actually. LeBron was just as ball no, he wasn't. no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. That's just not true. Look up LeBron's usage those years. Usage rate isn't about Bulldog. It's is different. Is it's different. Bron, hey, Bron let all his Luke, teammates Luke, rock. Bron's never had a teammate way. that he doesn't let rock. Bron will give you the especially ball. Especially if you can rock. Especially mm-hmm. if you can rock, he absolutely is doing that. And tomorrow, so, so Luca didn't let Jalen Brunson rock? No, Luka but... Whoa, whoa, whoa. When Jalen Brunson played we, together, was Jason Jalen Brunson rocking and rolling? Did he have a block rocking and rolling? They said it kind of just rocked itself. You didn't no. even know Jalen Brunson was really like that. You ain't even know he was like that until you've seen him in the playoffs. And that's because Luca was and that's because Luca was out the lineup. You ain't know he was that nice. Was just, 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 just so you know, just so I can point out the lie, because I ticket doesn't know this, and I don't blame him for not knowing this. I just had to look it up. 2017 Cavs, Kyrie Irving had a larger time of possession on average than LeBron James. I yeah. Usage rate isn't about how much you have the ball. That's why your usage stats you don't understand. Usage rate isn't about how much you have the ball. You don't know what usage rate is, so you use it to act like it's how much you have the ball. That's not what it is. How much someone has the ball? 
Ticket, what is you going to explain? Like, usage rate is how much you have, how much other no, other time that you have the ball in your hands. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Keep going. That's the first point. It's a lie. That's not true. That's not what it is. Keep going. Keep going. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you how much time you had a ball in your hands. How much you affect other players scoring and other things on the court. Yourself scoring. That's what usage rate is. That's not usage rate. Basically, usage rate. Usage rate calculates how much I personally control yeah. or have my effect on the team. Me having the ball, me creating for others, me creating for myself, how much is the ball in my hand and how much is that, uh, how should I say, what's the word? Uh, equivalent to the success of my t- of my team. That's so basically, if I'm LeBron James, his usage rate is higher than other players on the team. Let me give you an example. Clay Thompson can have a shorter possession of time with the basketball, but he can get off more shot or score more points in a quicker period of time because he only needs the ball for a half a second because he's catching and shooting. But a guy like Steph Curry, who may pound the ball more, his usage rate might be higher, even though Clay might have shot more shots that game. That's that's the explanation of usage rate. That's not what usage rate is. That's not maybe that's your definition, but that's not what usage rate is. Oh, what's, your, what's your definition yeah. of usage rate? No, not my definition, the NBA definition. The person who made the usage rate stat, this is what usage rate is. It's how many a percentage of the team's possessions that ends with your direct contribution. So whether that's a field goal attempt, if you draw a foul, that's what I just said. No, no, that's not. You said how much he has the ball block. No, you said I was saying no, this is the this is the best way I can explain usage rate because only one person gets given usage for a possession. So if the whole team touches the ball, only one person will get usage for that possession. So we all watched James Harden in Houston, right? We watched them dribble the ball. Yeah, yeah I'm going to explain it perfectly. That, that's the right definition, not what you said. So I'm going to explain. Everyone watched James Harden when he was in Houston, right? Everyone watched it. Dribble top of the key, isolate. He'll throw a lob to Capello. He'll throw a corner past the pitcher, took whatever. If, if James Harden dribbles the ball for 22 seconds, the whole possession, 22 seconds, and then hits P.J. Tucker in the corner, and P.J. Tucker takes the shot, P.J. Tucker gets all the usage for that possession. That's how usage rate works. Whoever takes the shot, whoever ends the possession, gets the usage rate. So P.J. Tucker can stand there for 22 seconds like this. 22 seconds. And, and then he'll shoot 100% usage. That's how usage rate works. How ma- A percentage of a team's possessions that ends with your contribution. That's what it is. The you end the possession directly, whether you draw a foul, whether you take a shot, whether you commit a turnover. That's, that's a the lie. only way you get used. That's a lot, Ron. NBA.com right here. Put me on the big yeah. screen, Ron. The percentage of a Ron, team's plays. The percentage of a You want it? You got it. That is a lie. Hold on. That is a lie. That's what it says. The percentage of a team's plays that are used by a player on the floor. Usage rate is a key stat for fantasy basketball. It is defined as the percentage of team plays used by a player when they're on the floor. Exactly it is important because it indicates it indicates how large of a role a player has within his team's offense. It says, hold on, let me finish, Ron. It says, put on screen because I want everybody to know I ain't, I ain't making up no words, a team's offense. It also says, Wrong. Tap your screen again. Tap your screen again. Okay, my bad. It also yeah, says how many of percentages. It also hold on. Yes, it also it. says it is important because it indicates how large of a role a player has <laughs> within a team's offense, which means how many opportunities he'll have to score. That is yes. the NBA usage rate. That's exactly what I just said. That's what then I said. No, it's not. How much you dribble the ball? How much you have the ball in your hands? No point of that. Of that. Of that. You have this in this game. Of that definition that you just gave. Not if I dribble the ball the whole 
suggestion, but I pass it to someone else, I get zero percent usage. Zero percent. <laughs> that is why Tyrese Halliburton's usage one. rate isn't one of the highest in the league, despite the fact his time of possession is one of the highest in the league. This boy the got time of possession ball. is how much you have the ball in your hands. That's he what said everything I said in a you, different way, but he made no, it's not. Boy, usage rate, usage rate is my right, so ticket. He's saying usage rate is measured differently, right? So you can have this is why time of possession is more crucial here because Tyrese Halliburton is a good example. Tyrese has the ball a lot. His usage rate isn't high because the possession, it doesn't always end with him taking that last shot. The way it's measured is whoever takes that last shot gets that credit for that usage. So LeBron, back in 2017, even though his usage rate was higher, that's mainly because a lot of the possessions ended with him while Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving had the ball more than LeBron James, though. No, it's not a ticket. Passing the ball has nothing to do with usage. Other I take than my foul. Marsh, y'all, oh, you, this is ridiculous. y'all, this is ridiculous. and Chilltown, y'all go straight <laughs> to hell, man. This is ridiculous, man. Yeah, you hey, 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 ticket, that's crazy. They, they up, they up here twisting your words up. That's not what he said. I just said that, bro. No, you don't. I heard you, Ticket. Ticket, I heard you. Well, hold on, you gonna sit up here with a straight face saying say that? Yes. You said usage rate is how much LeBron's has the ball in his hands and he's getting his teammates involved. That's how you started creating. First thing all of that was just a lie. A straight lie. None of it is true. When you have the ball. None, None of that of has that anything to do with usage rate. Usage rate is simply who ends the Nobody's possession. Nobody's twisted your Nobody word. Had the ball Nobody. The possession ended as irrelevant. What are you talking about? All you have to do is take a shot and turn the ball over. And you got I heard that. you that's say that. I know that's the point you was trying to make. These None of that was being nasty. None of that was true. Y'all see it in that boy's face. Y'all see it in that boy's face. Mars. You are you are the worst thing that ever happened to Earth, boy. I'm telling you right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to hell. I promise you. Oh my God. Mars, I don't agree with that either. Bro, That's crazy. Mars is the only oh dude. Mars is the only dude that will convince people that water ain't water, bro. Bye. Oh my God. <laughs> My fault, my fault. I should have I shouldn't have done that. My fault, guys. <laughs> water water not be a water is crazy. We got a gang of super chats. I'm gonna start from the bottom and work my way. You know when your friend goes down a dark alley and you just you tell you just like hoping that they don't make that turn, but they just keep going in that dark alley. And he hit your hand to get off me. I watch like I watch like ticket. No, don't do this, bro. Please, oh, I'm like yeah. please. <laughs> you just grabbing, dub, you grabbing, you grabbing my shirt, dub, and you telling yeah. me don't go down this alley, and I'm knocking your head off my shirt. Yeah. Get off! I'm going yeah. down. Just let him. You just gotta let him go. Oh man. <laughs> Yo, before I get into these super chats, this is a good time oh, to say God. that uh, ten dollars super chats is to answer a question right away. Twenty five is to change the topic. Also, go to www.playerschoicemerch.com. Check out some of the new fly stuff we have. Uh, we've been on playback. We've, we've really been getting it in. We've been getting busy on playback. Uh, I know Mars and uh, Chill, they had a good stream yesterday. They watched the Celtics-Rockets game. Me, Haley, and Jalen had an amazing stream last night. We was vibing, watching the Lakers beat the brakes off of the, off of the Pacers. But these next couple days, we got a couple more uh, games that we're going to tune into. Uh, we got the San Antonio Spurs. Versus the Philadelphia 76ers tonight with gifted hoops. Y'all go tap in with him. And somebody tells me he's something tells me he's gonna have a sneaky, sneaky co-panelist. I don't know who it is, but 
but you got to tune in to see. Uh, Playback TV, uh, download the app. Also tonight, the Sacramento Kings versus the Atlanta Hawks. Me and J-Rob will be there. Hopefully Ox pops in so I can push my Trey Young narratives. And then tomorrow, the Lakers versus the Clippers, J-Rob, Seven, and Jalen. Uh, be sure to tap in, tune in. We're going crazy. Yo, Ticket, uh, I know you're not up here, but I see you in the chat. Uh, since you was talking all of that smack about the Indiana Pacers and Tyrese Halliburton and Pascal Siakam, pull up with me on playback tomorrow. They play against the Detroit, or the uh, the Denver Nuggets. Come come see about it. We like, we can watch the game live. Can you we can imagine they lose three in a row? That's going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah, but they're not. They're going to serve the Nuggets tomorrow. Ticket, pull up. We can watch the game live in full effect, and we can see how Miles Turner and Pascal Siakam look together. But I got super chats. A uh, pimp named Slickback said, <clears throat> Ticket, that's not true. Usage rate is a formula that calculates field goal attempts, free throw attempts, and turnovers. Time of possession calculates how much you hold the ball. Mars is right. I guess that's why I got called the stat guy, because I actually understand what these stats mean instead of just using them baselessly. So yeah. I understand it. I understand it now. That's why I'm the stat guy. Not because I use more stats than everyone else, because I understand the stats. So I understand that. Uh, the Android name, Andra15789, says some of Lucas' teammates from last season, Pinson, Wood, Bullock, Nilakina, Bertans, McGee, McKinley Wright. Where are they now? Um, Theo Pinson's doing a podcast. Christian Wood is on the Lakers. Um, Reggie Bullock is on um, the Houston Rockets. Nilakina, I believe, is in Charlotte. Um, Davis Bertans... Davis Bertans is in OKC. Yeah, JaVel McGee is in Sacramento. Yeah. McKinley Wright? No idea. So that's five of the seven guys still in the league. Yeah. Still playing, still playing yeah. in school roles. They so. also had Dorian Finney Smith on their crew, but didn't they mention had a him. bunch of other guys. <laughs> yeah, but he, 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 he was trying to make a point of these guys aren't doing anything right. about Luca. And don't no, leave I, out, I get that. I get that. I get that. Yeah, I was just letting him know where those guys were. And I don't want to leave out Mars that. You know, Tim Hardaway, even though I don't think he's much of a shot creator, I mean, in three games that Luke was out the lineup, he was 32 a game. Now, I think that that may have been a bit of a hot treat. I'm not going to fight that. But to see a, a larger sample larger sample size of, of, of Tim Hardaway being more of a one-on-one player, I'm not sure he is that. But, I mean, the 32 a game, I think that I don't think he's a bum with Luke out the lineup neither. But I don't think he's much this of a is- this is the point Mars was saying, and this is where I do think it draws for some criticism as well. Like the same way how, you know, me, myself and uh, Ticket be criticizing LeBron James and being too ball dominant that taken away for the, from his teammates. You know, that same thing should apply for Luka Doncic as well. Um, the crew right now is very good, but when Luka Doncic is on the floor, you know, a lot of them get relegated to spot up jump shots, but they can all do more with the ball. And I think that's all that Mars was saying. If we're going to criticize guys like LeBron James for doing that same thing that Luca is doing, it should be criticized for both the parties. You feel me? If we think about I, – I can get with that. 100% I can get with that. But if we think about the ball-dominant guy and having to do so much throughout the course of history, you're not winning that way. That's why they implemented yeah. the triangle offense with Jordan. That's why James, when he went to Miami, you have to do different things. With Luca, you have to do different things to get other people involved. Other because we could key on you because you got the ball the most. Mm-hmm. But that's why this year with the Mavericks, though, it's kind of because even though that I do think that is the correct way to play basketball, 
yo, they can really hit shots though. That's the thing. Yes. Like they can really like get on the even the main one, the main person I see really get uh hindered a bit is Kyrie Irving because that's kind of out of his role. But outside of that, like a lot of the, they're just really good. People got put well, got a lot to do with that too, though. I mean, as good as as good as as good of a knockdown shooter as Tim Hardaway is, as good as a one-on-one player Kyrie Irving is, I think Luca has something to do with that. We're making it a lot less difficult for Tim Hardaway. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I think Tim Hardaway can shoot the basketball, but when Luca's drawing the kind of attention he's drawing, he gets a lot more open looks as opposed to if I don't know, let's say he's running with De'Aaron Fox. Let's say he's running with um uh, I don't know, Fred Van Fleet. He's probably not going to get the same open looks as he does when he's running with Luca. Mm-hmm. I hear you because especially like for Derrick Jones Jr., if you would have told me that he was going to have the best uh, three-point percentage in his whole entire career, I wouldn't wouldn't have believed it. And he's mm-hmm. been hitting it this year, which is weird to me. He's never been that. So he deserves some credit for some players. But a lot of these guys are just really ballish to me. Yo, Damo, what's good with you? Oh, what up, what up? How y'all doing? Pass that. Fantastic. Pass that. It's my mic. Hey, I'm not okay. even in my rec- I'm not even in my office. I'm in my daughter's room. Got Dumb some up. work going are on you, in the house. Are you Tyrese Halliburton with that, or are you? Oh, they you know, sick. I'm 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 with the Halliburton with it, man. You already oh, know. Okay. I, I'm okay. gonna pass that thing all day. All right, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> uh, we got some super chats, y'all. Let's 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 get through these. Got a gang of super chats. Also, on top of that, uh, great in the impact of every offseason move. Right when I get through these super chats, we definitely gonna get into this. I got a list of fifteen players with fifteen teams, and I need you guys to grade how they've looked on their team so far and uh, the impact of that move. But I got a super chat from Cash App. You you guys do know if you send through Cash Apps, we will read it on the show. It was from Alexander Lambert. He said, um, "Almighty Lambo, unban me. I ain't even do nothing." Um, <laughs> Almighty Lambo, your name's Alexander Lambert. Crazy, mm. you've been exposed. Yeah, crazy. That's crazy. You have you've been that. exposed, Alexander. Still riding with you, JT. But dudes like Dub make it hard for me, and you making it hard too, brother. So you're gonna have to do something because these dudes they after me. So <laughs> you gonna have to do something, brother, because they hard on me. So and we gotta be, man. We gotta be. We gotta keep people consistent up I'm, here, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm riding with you, JT. I'm but still- brother, you making it. You're making it hard on me, my man. I'm still waiting for me. I'm still waiting for Mars to destroy Jalen Green, bro. I've been doing this all year, bro. He's still what are we waiting? Hey, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm so glad you brought that up. We got him. I'm so glad we you brought him. that up, dumb. You know what? I've been fighting that battle alone with you. Oh my Mark. god. Mark, oh, you don't want to cook him at all. It's insane to oh, me. We, we, meant, we meant to answer Super Chats right now. We just got a $20 Super Chat. You know what I'm about Jalen Green? If someone sends a $10 Super Chat about Jalen Green, then we can talk about Jalen Green. But until then, no, we address the Super Chat. Please, please send that Jalen Green Super Chat and just say, Mars, will you be real about Jalen Green? Until then, Yersta sent through a $20 Super Chat and said, there was a follow-up question to that as well. I don't believe J-Kid is the coach to maximize Luka and Kai. Do y'all think they need an offensive coach? If so... Who? Dante. Why wouldn't you be? Why, yes. Why wouldn't you be <laughs> oh my God, D'Antoni would be crazy over there, especially with Derek Lively uh being able. So to, why are you making that face? I'm so no sick of Dan, I'm, I'm sick of Mike D'Antoni line. I'm I'm tired of it, yo. That's why. He's a punch drunk <laughs> boxer. I think I can yo. hit you more than I can stop you from hitting me. That's yo, who he I is. agree with you. Mike D'Antoni's legacy would be so different if Chris Paul doesn't get hurt. That's so crazy. That is a fact. That is that Houston fact, team boy. played defense, so he has this narrative of he's never coached a good defensive team. 
when that Houston team was playing very good defense. They made they made them they made the uh Warriors struggle. Like the KD Warriors struggled their most offensively against that Rockets crew. And Mike gets I, no I, I'll agree with the Suns didn't play defense, but that Houston team played defense, so nah, I can't I feel like he was developing. Listen, Yo. Mike D'Antoni on this crew right here with Luca and Kyrie. The things that they'll do to the league together would be illegal. I can promise I ask, you. It, can I ask, what's the issue school. with... It's all the shooters, too. But Go ahead, down I was going to ask, what's the issue with uh, J.K. coaching his team? Because for me, and I hope you don't hear that, my bad, they're overachieving to me. Like, I had this team... I didn't like none of the pieces. Uh, uh, I only like one piece they added. I'd be a casual. I thought Dwight Powell <laughs> was trash. Know, I didn't. I didn't see Derek Lively being this good immediately as a rookie. I'll give him that. But I didn't see none of these pieces really working around these guys. I, I just didn't see it. So I feel like they're overachieving. Is Jay Kidd really a bad coach right now? No, I don't think so. I don't think he's a bad. I, I think offensively, I don't think he's great. But I don't think he's a bad coach. I, I'm not saying replace Jason Kidd. I'm just saying if you want to see the offensive maximum of this. Mavericks team, you get my. Well, I was replying more to the super chat because I know the buddy was talking about it and wanting a new coach. Mavs fans do hate Jason Kidd. Mavs fans do hate Jason Kidd. Mm. I think some of the lineups being he's not. It's like this, Damo. He's not. He's not terrible, but he's not great. He's like on that like above average, like slightly above average from mid. You feel me? Like he he does what he has to do. Where I think the issue with a lot of fans, they see how better this crew can play together offensively mainly and the fact that it's not because defensively i don't think he's that bad at all but they see how they can be better and seeing Kyrie irving Kyrie irving struggle the way he does jason kidd gets a lion's share of credit for that uh, uh criticism for that i think that's the main issue with everyone because they know how better even though the offense is pretty good they know how much better that offense can perform which is why uh a lot of people aren't no they don't like it as much with jason kidd. When you got a, and when you got a top three to top five player in the league People expect your offense to be one of the best in the league. When you got one of the best offensive players in the league, they expect mm -hmm. your team to be better offensively. They expect you to play faster. So I think the Dallas Mavericks, I think they I think they're in the bottom 10 in the league in pace. Why don't no, they no, play no. faster? Is that no, not no. true? No, no. They, they were like that last year. This year they're right. top 10, actually. Okay, so they top 10 in pace. Okay, so last year mm -hmm. they were they, they were at the bottom of the league in pace. For the so, last few years since Jason Kidd's been there, they've been like around 24, 27. But this year it's uh they're actually at eight. So they have eight this year. Ahead, I'm sorry. Fellas, I have to honor the super chats, and yep. it says if there's a $25 super chat to change the topic. That's what you gotta do. Now, this is only 1999. Yeah, so that's not 25. But if you stack on the next super chat. This mm. is actually no, but there's still there's still many ten dollar super chats <laughs> that haven't been addressed. There's still many ten dollar super chats that haven't. Yeah, L. Ron, we need to get those. $10 yeah, we, we have we have to go in. Uh, we have but, to go but, in. But but no 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 no. The twenty. We do have Never to answer the this smoke. In miles yeah, left, we'll, we I appreciate will, you guys for teaming up and making this action. We will answer that, but we have to get through the earlier ten dollars super chats that haven't been read. That's just we do have to discuss that. That's just how. That's just the order. I like to go in reverse chronological order. So that means Mars, you have to answer. Let's have that. I'm about. I'm not gonna lie. If we if we do this before we get to the other ten dollars super chats, I'm gonna use my troll for the week today. I'm yeah, just not gonna have the serious crazy. conversation. So either we can That's go chronologically, even no we can way. go, even we there's can no respect way. the people who paid their ten dollars earlier. I right. want you to no, or I want or you to focus, focus on focus on focus on one, one, two, three, four, five. Not five. Serious answer. We read the earlier ten dollars super chats because they sent it earlier. 
or you're going to get a troll answer if you want to go in the Focus, wrong. Ron. One, yeah, two, three, a... four, five. Not five, four, three, two, one, Think about Ron. this, though. Focus. We could get no. the troll answer out the way at no. 9.38 no. a.m. It's not going to stop. On no, no. It's not going to so stop. He's the the he's the stop I'm trying to get the people who sent that $10 What's super the troll chats doing? Open their money as well. Because it was meant to be right now, and some of these super chats have been sent for over an hour. So I am I think they deserve their... Let's get to it. Yeah, I think they do. There you go. Nev Rop. 202 said if JT stops falling in love with the pull-up three, the Celtics would improve further. Is Missoula the issue? He did say before the season started that he was gonna shoot more threes. And I actually don't mind Jason Tatum shooting the long ball. I just don't like him shooting the long ball 12, 14 times. I don't mind, I don't like him shooting the long ball when he's letting guys off the hook step back threes at the end of the shot clock and stuff like that. That's the issue that I'm having. Would that be coaching? I also think that it has a lot to do with my game, too, because even though we might play where we shoot the long ball, I don't have to do that. I do not have to do that. I can do other stuff in order to be effective. And he's effective in the mid-range. He's effective in the post. He's actually shooting double the shots this year in the post than he was last year. So he's effective in those areas. He just gotta, he, he's just got to be a better shot creator. I'm not shot creator, shot taker. He can't just stand behind a long ball on him because I got the ball and I got somebody in front of me that I'm going to sidestep or I'm going to step back three. No. Uh, I would say I, I am going to uh, I think Missoula does deserve some credit because I think Jason Tatum is a guy that's definitely willing to listen to what the coach is telling him to do. And he's not just going to be out there to do his own thing. And when you have a coach that does support and advocate for pulling up this many threes, you know, that player in Jason Tatum is going to follow suit. So I do think if it was a coach that sat here and wanted to be more calm, wanted to work more inside out, JT would definitely follow that. Right. So I'm definitely going to give uh, some some criticism for Joe Missoula as well, because he is, he is definitely advocating for that style of play. Stunner with the super chat says Suns are on a five game winning streak with the big three. KD had 40 with no free throws. Which Facts. Yo, I wanted, I wanted to wait for that. Bro. Wait, I, wanted, I was waiting for that one too, bro. I wanted to wait after the J. Yo, y'all got to start. Yo, y'all got to start putting respect on these Suns, bro. I keep telling y'all, bro. I keep let me, telling let me finish this right quick. Right my quick. Bad, though, my right bad. Quick. KD had 40 with no free throws last night, and Book and Bill had 26 and 25. Can we talk about it? Like Ox said, let them build chemistry. If this crew is healthy, right, if this crew is healthy and they sat here and it seems like they're getting healthy now, it seems like they're uh, figuring things out. KD was over here, and this is why KD don't get too much respect. KD was over here with this crew being hurt and then not in lineup. This guy was been playing the most games of that whole entire big three there going through complete roster change and roster change and roster change because of the injuries. And he's still been able to sit here and keep that crew at bay to now what they're like, how many games are they away from like third, third seed Mars? Like five. Uh, they're, they're 24 and 18, I think. So yeah, yeah. they're tied with Dallas. Between they're one game behind the pose. They're one game behind the pose in fifth, fifth seed. So yeah, they're definitely, that stock is rising. Katie's playing at a, a, a crazy level right now. Devin Booker and Bradley Beal seems like uh, Devin Booker's been balling too. Bradley Beal seems like he's uh, getting more healthy. So I'm telling y'all, nobody wants to nobody wants to see this Suns crew in the playoffs. Not one single person, bro. Not one single person. They took the champs to six games with just Katie and Devin Booker. What do you think is gonna happen when you got Bradley Beal out there and other guys that need to be respected like Grayson Allen and Brad, uh, not Bradley Beal, uh, Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon doesn't get enough love too. Eric Gordon's been hooping too. I'm so. the better coach. No, nah, but Grace, better Grayson coach. Allen, Grayson Allen, we for sure need to be talking about Grayson Allen. Dude shooting 48% from three. 
and he's not shooting just one three a game. He's not playing spot minutes. Grayson Allen is is he's been starting, and he's shooting mm-hmm. forty. He's he's the only person shooting 50, 40, 90 this year, and he's shooting forty eight percent from three. Like like we need to, we need to up the and he plays defense. We need to up the respect on his name to the fullest because it's like dude could very well be other than obviously Steph and you know some other names. He could very well be the best shooter in the NBA right now. Well, stats wise, but stats this season this season this season he's this season he's shooting like the best shooter in the NBA. Not today, wrong. Please. Why is he? Not? Yo, Dub. He's shooting let, 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 let's let's give Grayson Allen his credit without lying. He's shooting forty eight percent from three, and he's shooting the ball. I'm saying like he's not just he's not shooting one three a game. Wrong. Good for him, man. Good for him. Good for him. Listen, Gra- shout, shout out Grayson Allen. I don't give too much credit to dirty players, so it is what it is with him. Um, I'm gonna be <laughs> honest though. When it comes to the Suns, I mean, yes, it, it is good to see them playing good basketball. I like seeing them healthy. Um, I have Bradley Bill on fantasy, so I love to see uh, BB do his work. You know, I, I love to see him get his get his points off. Yeah, shout out Bradley. But I'm not gonna hold you. Call it bias. Call it what you want. Call it unfair. I don't care what they do in the regular season. You see, this team, this team was put together. This was not a regular season team when they got together. I said it. They did all this to lose in the second round. Prove me wrong. I can I can give them credit. Without hating, without tearing them down, that's fine. But these are one of those teams that are in the conversation of, I don't care what you do in the regular season. That goes, for the Clippers. that goes for the Clippers. That goes for the Sixers. That goes for the Celtics. That goes for all of them. Y'all can go back and listen to all this whole season. I haven't sat here and big up the Celtics like that. I haven't sat here and big up the Sixers. what they do in the regular season. Because yeah. if they were terrible in the regular Yes, 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 yes. To an extent. Yeah, you, you need to be good in the regular season. Yeah. I don't care about you doing you your job. You're supposed to be good. No, no, no. I, I, I will say I'm wrong then. I don't care about you doing what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be a good team. You have Bradley Beal. You have Devin Booker. You have Kevin Durant. You're supposed to be a competitive team. You're supposed to be one of the better teams in the West. I'm not going to give you – I'm not going to sit here and gobble you up for doing what you're supposed to do. I'm going to acknowledge it. I'm going to acknowledge it and say, yeah, y'all playing good basketball. Look, keep it pushing. I'd rather talk about these teams that are exceeding expectations. Lamo, Lamo, but you're talking about gobbling up. Gobble this up for a second, right? The Phoenix Suns <laughs> last Damo. year. I'm so serious. The Focus Phoenix Damo. Suns last year. <laughs> well, I'm going to play seven again. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Shut up, man. The, the Phoenix Suns, while only played seven games last season with, let's be honest, outside K- KD and Devin Booker, trash out there because CP3 got hurt. Trash out there. DeAndre Ayton over there. We know who he is. Trash, garbage. That's another one, chill. You got cooked on. But at the end of the day, the Phoenix DeAndre in. He's a bum. But um, but of the Phoenix Suns last year, while only playing seven games with trash people out there, was able to take go to six games with the champions, right? Uh So, what do you think is gonna happen this year with an upgrade with Bradley Beal? An upgrade all over because there's a lot more guys that needs to be respected. Respect Grayson Allen again. Respect Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen is an upgrade from from Aiden. So Lava. And you gobble gobble that up. What do you think is gonna happen? I'm telling you to gobble it up. That's crazy. Um, (laughs) in the playoffs last year, you're right. They did take the champs to six games. Uh, set whatever it was six seven games it was a competitive series and they didn't no, have no, anybody no. going into going into that offseason i was one of the people saying hey man i'm not going on to you they were able to do that much with just these two 
All they need to do is fill out their bench, get some better role players, just get better players around them. Mm-hmm. Now, the move they decided to make, we can go back and forth whether at that time we thought they were the right or wrong moves. I personally didn't think the Bradley Bill move and getting no point guard was the smartest decision. I had to see how it played out. Everyone was hurt to start the season. So even to start the season, it was like, okay, these guys are hurt. KD uh, had his segment of time where he might have missed a game or two. He was in and out of the lineup. They were never together healthy. Ox was up here saying, hey, man, I'm not worried about – he said that for the uh, Clippers. I'm sorry. Uh, just let them play and they'll be great. I want to say he said it about the Suns too. Just wait for them to play and they'll be great. Absolutely fine. I was expecting these guys, if everything's clicking, to be great. My expectations for them, since day one of them, of this trio being together and they build this team, my expectations has always been, what are y'all going to do in the playoffs? Because being good in the regular season, that's fine. If you're great in the regular season and crumble, you're going to get slandered. Like, I'm, what, I, I what's don't care about this, What's the timeline on this on this crew, Dub? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm not fighting what they're doing right now. But what's the timeline on this crew? What, this, what is this crew together for? Because the same way I feel about the Clippers, that's how I feel about them. I don't think that even though Bradley Bill is 29 years old, Devin Booker is 27 years old, the other guy on this crew is 35 years old. And four, and in the last four years, he's been breaking down. That's what's happened. Mm. And with him breaking down, they depend on him tremendously in order for them I'm to win. you right here. In order, in, in order right for here. them to win. So with that being said, what's the timeline on this crew? It's not like this is a young crew like Oklahoma City where the window just flew open. The window is not wide open with this crew. So what's the timeline, dog? I think two years. Two years. I think okay. this year and next year is probably the timeline for the crew, especially okay. amassing this much talent. But we're talking about injuries. Let's not forget, Jamal Murray only has two pieces, two, two postseasons under his belt. So the okay. Denver Nuggets has injury issues. The right. Miami Heat have injury issues because we get hurt a lot. Even the Milwaukee Bucks has injury issues because Chris Middleton – uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo and Dame gets hurt as well. So, and we're talking about the injury bug with the Phoenix Suns. Man, that's the injury bug with every single team in the postseason. So, my whole thing is, I don't, I don't so, care to use it like that in this scenario. So, two, so, so, two things. Number one, Jamal Murray has three postseasons. That's number one. Number two, three. You sure? Yeah, yeah. In nineteen. Oh, oh, 2019, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah my bad. So, 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 so with that, with, with that being said, though. These other guys, Jamal Murray is younger, and that's one injury. That's it. That's the one injury that he's that's had. That's a crucial and injury. It, and it's a crucial injury. No question about it. It's been. But since then, he's been healthy. Since then, he's been in their lineup. He's not older. So I'm not looking at him going, yo, I'm worried about him injured. Same thing with the Milwaukee Bucks. You're talking about Middleton breaking down. Middleton is long in the tooth. You're talking about KD breaking down. KD is in year 17. That's why I'm thinking about these other younger teams when I'm talking about Oklahoma City. The window just flew open. This team with Phoenix, I don't mean I don't know how much longer KD is going to be around at this level. I think KD is going to be I think KD is still awesome, but I don't know how much longer he's going to be around at this level because the fact that they don't have a lead guard that's going to slow down the help the skelter that they have during games. You're not just going to be able to outscore people. I can appreciate Nurkic playing the way Nurkic has been playing, rebounding, he's been doing great for them. That's fact. And also, Grayson Allen, who may have one of the easiest jobs, if not the easiest job in the NBA. All you got to do is open, knock down open shots. That's all you got to do. You got to knock down open shots and be solid on defense. That's it. But with that being said, this crew got together to win it. And the window is not open long. That's it. The window is not That's open true. long. But to, Wait, go, no, to go no, back no. to Jamal oh, Murray, my bad. The younger, just because you're younger doesn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily guarantee health, right? Jamal no, Murray, no. despite him being younger, 22 years old, he's getting hurt. 
23 years old, he's getting hurt. 24 years old, tears his ACL. Um, even this year, 26-year-old, he's still getting hurt. So right. if you're you're injury prone, you're injury prone. Like it is what it is, regardless of the age. AD, even the smack dad prime of his career, we kind of get worried with him because at the end of the day, he's injury prone. So the age doesn't mean nothing to me at this point because right. we have a guy in KD, sure, injury prone. Jamal Murray's also injury prone. Uh, Giannis is injury prone. Middleton's injury prone. Dame's injury prone. A lot of these guys are injury prone. So my whole thing is, in terms of deciphering and believing the screw, now if you want to say that, you know, I'm not really going to see say nothing too crazy until the postseason comes. I agree because the same way with the Clippers, we got to see what this team is going to do in the postseason because we know how good this team is going to be. Celtics. And the six, every single team. The thing is, though, what this crew is doing right here, right now, I don't think is ridiculous to put stock and believing in them and thinking that they could take it all the way when the champions last year. They were the one team that pushed them to the most games out of everyone, and that team got better with more continuity, and everyone should put that into their brain and understand that this crew is a better team because of chemistry, continuity, health, and the players they got is just better, and people need to start putting respect on that, man. I mean, that's, that's all I'm saying. That's I'm not, And I was going to ask you, so what do you want to hear in terms of the Suns? Because like I said... I, I don't want to hear nothing from be, you because you're just a hater, what? Mama. I mean, it is what it is. You can just quit. I acknowledge them being cool good. Me. This is insane. I acknowledge <laughs> them being good. You I said basketball. I'm just saying, how is it handy for me to say, I acknowledge them playing good. I acknowledge their big three actually being productive. No, 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 no. I acknowledge no, no. them looking nice. But I'm not going to put too much stock in this team until I see what they do in the playoffs. Because how what, is that what did Mar say? He killed you right there. You ain't even see What did Mar say? If they play bad, what you be saying? Oh, I'm just gonna put Bobo in. No, 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 no. You're cooked. You're cooked. You're muted. They didn't want you to talk. If they were losing, you don't know what I was saying. If they were losing, I would blame whoever was doing the worst, and I would say play Bobo. That's exactly what I would say. Play Bobo. (laughs) Play Bobo. All right, y'all. Let's 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 keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Be true. Twenty three said was in the playback stream during the Boston and Nuggets game. I rarely seen a chat wanting to see somebody fail like Tatum. It's fair to criticize him, but celebrating failure is crazy. It is, yeah. You should have seen, and, and, and it's like that. It, it was, it was like that on Friday too. When and when Miles and I did the game, you never, you never see somebody wanting to fail more than these people want to see him fail. Mm, and beat, but yeah. And Miles, I said more. You never seen yeah. somebody want to see somebody fail more. Teddy yeah. Hart. Said more than who? Tatum. Then Tatum. Oh my god. No, let's be real. What? <laughs> yeah, but Pete, but uh, the people that want LeBron to succeed above their own life success outweigh the people who want that want to see him. Yeah. You got Jalen like, Carter people, alone. As a as a ratio, more people more people root for LeBron to fail, but there's also way more people who root for him to succeed. Versus Jason Tatum, a lot of people root for him to fail. Not as many mm-hmm. people are rooting for him to. Succeed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got you. Makes sense. Teddy Hart said, "Just tuned in. Did I miss the OKC talk already? Also, I think it's a. It. I think it's sick. The games that are nationally televised, while number one and number two in the West is on League Pass. That was nuts too. That that, that was nuts. That Oklahoma City and Minnesota was on League Pass. That 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 was. But nuts. the schedule right. before the season, right? So yeah, it is. Being and nobody and by 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 show of hands." How many people had the Oklahoma City Thunder, you know, a game or half a game at a first place in the Western Conference? Don't do it, Damo. 
No, you did not. You, you did lied. not, Damo. No, you, you did not. You, you were high. You, you were high on Oklahoma City, just like I was. I thought that they would be a playoff team, a top six team. Did I think that they'd be tied for first place at some point? No, I did not. Absolutely see, not. I didn't see, think that they see, were that good. No. See, chill. See, chill. This is what you got to understand. I have takes on camera and I have takes off camera. And my on-camera takes, I don't let go too crazy, too blasphemous. See, y'all hear me say stuff on here, and y'all be like, oh, this dude's a clown. How can he talk basketball? Uh -uh. I treat this like ESPN. Y'all hear about Kendrick Perkins when he goes on Twitter? He tell everybody, hey, man, I be saying stuff for my job, all right? I don't really believe all that stuff I say. Now, I'm not going to say wow. I don't believe the stuff I say. Wow. I just don't go as full on as I can. Yes, I was high on the thunder. Was I as high to come on here and be like, on documented camera and be like, Yo, I got them being the one seed? No, because if that messes up, that's on my resume just like the Pistons. That was my one ridiculous take Ew, that man. I had to ride on, the Pistons. <laughs> but off camera? Anybody can say, man, I've been high. So I was high on Chet. When Chet got drafted, I said he's changing the NBA. Of course I had them being tied for the first seed. What? Hey, hey, guys. guys. Wait, hold on, hold on. See, this is why I keep not. records and stats. <laughs> he, just, he killed his integrity. All, all of this, all of this Lamo stuff. Perkins. That's what I'll away. call you from now on. Hey. Lamo Perkins. <laughs> we have, we, we do rankings. We do power rankings. Right. And every guy individually sends their rankings to me, right, right to this little device right here. Ron, I'm gonna let you know right now. I oh, copy and I paste the latest NBA power rankings every time. I just copy paste and send it to you every well, single time. Well, Damo, uh, <laughs> hey, where's it at? So look, where's it at? Where's it at? Wait, 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 wait. I'm about, to, no I'm about, to, I'm about to tell no y'all. I'm about to tell y'all why. First off, what Damo just said is wrong, and second off, why what before oh, he said was wrong. Well, hold on, no, because were the Suns ranked? Where were the Suns ranked before the season? Power rankings. I think they were six, if I'm not mistaken. They were oh in I, East I, and I, West. I, I think before the season. And Domain and Domain have the Suns that high in yeah. his preseason. Power I think the so oh no, I didn't start doing that till the middle of the season. The before stuff, that's what I really call. No, no, in the middle, in the midst of the season, yeah, you okay, buddy. But no, nah, beginning of the season, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna try. Okay, buddy. Before you're the done. season, before the season, Domo's <laughs> power rankings, he had the Sun ranked, the Suns ranked. Number one, <laughs> which is why I said my before the season. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Before the season, before the season, you're talking about Damo, the thunder. Damo had the thunder race. <laughs> number sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where does number one logic come from? You're done. You're done. The number one logic comes You're from done. the conversations I have. Not See, he's a liar, camera. chat. He's a liar. About? Chat, don't believe anything. He's a liar. You're a liar, Lama. You're crazy. Just, I, look I had the Thunder say, number one. I had the Thunder number yes, one before this. I had you had a one in there. You had a, but you didn't have a number. You had, had one them, six, sir. I had them as a team that could potentially contend for the number one spot. That's enough. Okay, Damo, enough. Chill, chill. But that's that's the East and West. That means he barely had them making right. the playoffs. Yes, the same face <laughs> for integrity reasons. I said, hey, playing team, not gonna go crazy. But off no, camera, I got the receipt. Off camera, I was no, going crazy you, for no, Thunder. You, no, you wrote a stub. A song came out. You wrote this song, and actually it went to number one. And I came up and said, yo, I spit that freestyle. I had already had that in my rhymes. Back. I already said that. You just didn't hear it. Damo, you nasty for this. Damo the entertainer. This is insane. Oh, I will say I got to get through his props. He had them ranked the highest at seven. Uh, me and being Big Ox, 
had them ranked 19th. And still to this day, I'll say they're overexceeding my expectations. Shout out to Thunder. I think I had them pretty low too. Where did I have them ranked? I think I had them right in the middle, like around. Uh, like Chill, Ch- Ch- you had them second highest at 11th. Okay, 11th. Uh, let me see. Uh, I had them like a seven or eight seed. Mars had them at 13. Dub, you didn't send your rankings in. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> L, L, L not doing homework. L, <laughs> L, get up, give him an F. I'd be forgetting. I'm sorry. I was supposed to send one earlier, too. I apologize. All right, y'all. We got to keep it lit. We still got more super chats, and Mars yep. has a, a major question to answer. Uh, once we get there. Yeah, once we get Oh, there. and by the way, we, um, on our playback, we watched the number one and the number two seed play against each other. So ESPN and TNT and whoever else might not do it, but we do it here. Mm-hmm. Yersta said, oh, we read that, read that one. Pip named Slickback said, Kobe himself said, Lucas' style of play cannot win you a championship. Lucas' time of possession is 8.6 seconds. It's becoming similar to James Harden's situation where he dominates too much. That's almost that's a third of the he's been he's been top, he's been top two in the league since his second year every year. That's third. Eight point six is insane. That's a third of the shot clock, Doug. Damn, that's crazy. You got bro. the ball that much? Get Dude, off the pill, Luca. Get off the pill, B. Why? So we could get other people involved, so we can maximize other people, so we can win. Yeah, his, teammate, his teammates don't mind. Like the guys playing with, and for the most part, I mean, you've seen. I'm not gonna say it worked. Well, yeah, they got to the conference finals with this play style, and we've yes, seen James Harden be in a situation where he could have competed for an NBA championship. So I think that narrative has been disproven for the most part. I mean, James Harden was 26 missed three pointers away from a contending for a title. <laughs> like 2018, that was a James Harden led team, and. Barring catastrophic events, I think that's a, a catastrophic event. Honestly, twenty six missed three pointers for that team, crazy. Outside and of that's what it took. Got hurt. Like that's what it took for for James Harden not to go and compete, playing his play style. I do think Luka. What was win. James Harden time say- possession Mars in that year? In twenty eighteen. Um, yeah. Let me look. Because CP three was there, and I would like to assume that he took away some of that. Time. Um, well, you want it in the regular season or the playoffs? Both if in, you a, can. In, the reg- in the regular season, James Harden was second in the league. In time of possession, that means Chris, only Chris, Chris, was, Chris was basically top ten himself. But so James Harden's eight point eight, and Chris Paul was two players top ten. So of the possession, like, those guys were like those guys were like yeah. seventeen seconds. I, yeah, Dama, mm-hmm. we get who else is going to get the ball? PJ Tucker? No, we get that's their off. But no, that's the thing. You gotta if you don't have other players that can do that, then it it's a it's a recipe for disaster. If, if, if the again, offense has to be ran think... through two guys, it's not. But then to Damo and – this is what... We didn't ahead, say that when it was Jalen Brunson and Luka leading that historic – was that not the historic math offense at the time? That run I, they had? I said that. Like, I, but I, I'm I, saying, I, I've been calling the Mavericks garbage since Luka's been playing like this. So how many playmakers do you think you need on the court at a time? Or for it's, it's not successful. necessarily about having elite playmakers and all of that. It's just easy for the defense to sit around on one person. I'm not even saying elite playmaker. I'm just asking how many playmakers do you feel you need to have on the court for your team at all times? I, if you're I, not I running an um, uh, intricate system of backdoor cuts and Iverson cuts and we're going to do this, that, and the third to get somebody open. Here's the thing, Damo. You could have just one playmaker and still be a good offense. For instance, the, the Indiana Pacers. Now, they do have a couple other guys that can play, make TJ McConnell, Andrew Nimart. But for the most part, uh, 
Tyrese Halliburton is the person that play makes the most. The difference is they move the ball. They move without the ball. They they cut. They, they, they do a whole bunch of other things. They don't just stick. Tyrese doesn't just stand there and dribble, wait for the shot clock to run out and shoot a step back three from the local or 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 drive into the lane with three people collapsing and then pass out to a to a wide open three point shooter and then hope that 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 is a recipe for, for success. For instance, the Rockets. Like it, it's just not but it's not to, conducive to winning. To Do, to Damo's point though, like, and this is why I said chill, where I understand the criticism with Luca, but then we also have to acknowledge too that if there is a crew that definitely can do it, like this is a Dallas Mavericks crew that definitely can do what? Focus, no focus, 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 but yeah, Keep this going, is the crew where similar to the Houston Rockets, they did play that style of play. But if mm-hmm. you do have shooters that can't key in on that, it's not like they can't win, like they can very well win. But Kyrie Irving, and that's my main question mark is Ky- is Kyrie Irving going to be comfortable enough? To be able to be able to be consistent in the postseason playing this style of way, and that's something I'm not sure about. You feel me? Where CP3, yeah, CP3 had that time of possession on the Houston Rockets, where Mar said he was top ten. Kyrie that. Irving, he still needs to, you know, I still think he needs to figure this out and learn a bit more. Mm-hmm. But they definitely do have that potential to win. But it all, I think, it all hinders on Kyrie Irving and how he plays. Well, one, this is the first. This is the first time. This is the first season. The first full season that Lucas actually had Kyrie Irving, so he didn't even have him last year for that long a time. So he hasn't even gotten acclimated to him. Number one, number two, I think Luca wants to get off the basketball and let Irv do his thing. I think he wants to do that. That's kind of Kyrie Irving's game, and he won't restrict him from doing that if they're going to be successful. Same thing with Jalen Brunson. If that guy got to go, if Kyrie Kyrie Irving's got it going, he has no choice but to get off the basketball and let him go. In fact, that helps Luca. Because now Luca doesn't have to be involved in every possession like he did in years past. I think that really helps him. I think he wants to play like that. I, I just think in this situation when it comes to players like a Luca or a James Harden, yes, I do think it's hard to win that way. I don't think it's impossible. And that's why Kobe said, I don't care who said it, Kobe, LeBron, Jesus, saying, oh, he can't win like that, I don't believe it. I just think it's very hard to win that way because – 15 years ago, people would have said, if you would have told people about a 6'2", 6'3", guard who's taking majority three-pointers and that team is a three-point team, they would have looked at you like you was crazy if you said they would have been the next dynasty. They would have won four titles playing that way. <laughs> but it took an extreme circumstance and it took the right unit, the right guy, the right series of events to get him to win. I do think Luka can win like that. I think it's going to be hard to build that team and it has to be the perfect situation for it to happen. Nobody can. I, do, I, I, I can nobody, get behind that. Nobody, nobody can do it until it actually gets done. That, yeah, that's fair. Very true. Yeah, I, 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 agree. Said, I, think, I think it's possible, just more difficult. Mark Cuban, you better get the building because uh, nobody this can ain't do it, it until it actually gets done. But the crew's so. good. Like, oh, the, it's the not. Their building I is keep good... trying to tell you guys, no, it's not. Oh my god, it's full. Hey, Phil, what's the uh, what's the Milwaukee Bucks? I think they're second in the league. No, second no, 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 no. What are they? Oh, they fools go. Yes. Yes. That is the Milwaukee Dallas Mavericks. Bucks? We see Luca, yeah. a big, shiny, sparkling. All right. So, wait, let me ask y'all. Because now we've seen, we seen Kyrie, uh, a token icon. We, we, we need love to ask this question two. now. Because now it's like, it's weird. So, now we're saying the Bucks are fools gold. The Celtics. We're not, we're, we're not saying that. We're not saying that. I'm saying that the Bucks are fools gold. I You're say saying that. that. Yes. Okay. The Bucks are fools gold. Celtics are in question. Suns can't believe in them. Clippers can't believe in them. Uh, OKC's too young. Minnesota can't believe in them. Like, I can't wait to talk about that game, actually. Um, so, like, 
in a like it's almost similar to the NFL, where the NFL it was a league besides like right. the 49ers and salute to y'all, you know, making it to the NFC, but a league full of frauds or a league full of teams of question, like why are we counting teams out when the majority of the league, all of them are in question? So why why are we saying that this team can't win like that if we're saying that the, the contenders in the East or the contenders in the West can win like that because they have glaring issues? You feel what I'm saying? I do, Dub. You can you can you can walk down the line of chicks that aren't good looking and be like, no, 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 no. You can walk down the line and point out <laughs> you can point out deficiencies in all of them, even though they do look good on some level, but you can point out bad things about them. And that's what we're doing. Plus, you just brought up all of those teams with the exception of Milwaukee. Them teams haven't won, which goes back to the original theory that you, nobody can, nobody has done it until it actually gets done. I think that the Milwaukee Bucks are fool's goal because I look at them in terms of their perimeter defense. That was the difference in them winning the NBA championship when they got Drew Holiday. So now what you do is you take that out of the lineup, and now you're asking Giannis to not only do more in terms of rebounding, especially in the playoffs, in terms of rebound, in terms of scoring, in terms of distributing. Now you're making him defend more, and now he's got to make up for everything else that these guys aren't doing on the perimeter. Because I can tell you right now, Tyrese Halliburton is looking at Damian Lillard like, yo, this dude is a bucket of extra crispy. He can't do nothing with me. And once that happens with him, that's going to resonate with everybody. Well, if he can kick his ass, guess what? I can kick his ass too. I think they fools in, ter up. in terms of the Pacers, though, Milwaukee, it's the same way. Along with how the Pacers are scoring them, the Bucs have just destroyed them as well. And then on top of that, talking about the Boston Celtics, where I think you favored them to win. Like I said, the Bucs, are they still one of the most clutchest team in the league right now, Mars? I think they're top Ooh. five in the league in clutch oh, defense. So despite, and don't get me wrong, even though the defense is in question, when you have a team in the Boston Celtics, where sometimes you won't even have to play defense for them to miss shots, they just be missing just because they just can't get it done. A team like that, like they they both have glaring issues and glaring fault flaws. So my whole thing, if we call them the Bucks fools gold, I might as well just call everyone fools gold, even the Boston Celtics, because the Boston Celtics, I'm a for. I don't care. You won't even have to play good defense on them. They'll just miss shots just because. Adam Silver, your league is fool's gold. Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown can't dribble with his left, and Jason Tatum just don't know when he want to if he want to do a sidestep three, or he don't know when he want to pass the ball, or he don't know when he want to get to the rim. And even though that the defense ain't that great, that's that's a him issue. That's not really the defense's issue. You feel me? So my whole it's thing is like to react to parity. That's what this is. This is parity. It's There's all no parity. Parity. So my yeah, perfect. And I love that. But I'm my whole thing is I'm not going to not believe in a team when I have a very valid reason to not believe in every single team in the league this year. So your logic is is this what's good for the goose is good for the gander. If Milwaukee is fool's goal, that means Boston is fool's goal. If Boston is fool's goal, that means the Phoenix gotta be fool's goal too. If everyone's fool's goal. goal. And then there'll be one team that's fool's gold yep. that will win, and then we'll say they won. So, chill. Basically, basically, what I'm saying, no one's a 10, but we got to find a 9.5 in the rough. And But we got a bunch of sixes and sevens running around here, though. We got a yeah, bunch we gotta, of We got to get them out the way. We got a bunch of sixes. We got a bunch of sixes. We got to get sevens. them out the way. And, and, you you know know? How we get them, and you know how we get them out the way, Dub? All of them that's lined up. Let's start talking to him. And once she, she opened her mouth, she looked like somebody hit mm. her in the face with a frying pan. Okay, she can go. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. And then she starts talking. You know what? <laughs> I, not that all. I like your voice, but you it's ain't that smart. Double. Okay, she could go. <laughs> but then now we start talking to some more of them. And then we see, well, okay, maybe you can stick around. That's the idea. But as of right now, Dub, sure. We got a bunch of sixes and sevens. 
We don't really have a lot of eight, nine. We don't have a lot of nines and tens. I mm-hmm. noticed that you didn't bring up Denver. There's a reason why you didn't bring up Denver because they got it done. Because they got it done. Because they just won. Yeah, right, and that's why I understand. That's right. probably the one team. Sure. But even right. then, they're going through you, you injuries. They're going through Jokic going through some struggles right now. Phil, oh no, Philly's one. I'm, 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 oh, yeah. I'm on record saying I'm out on Philly. I'm on record saying that I'm out on them. Yeah. So that's my whole thing is like we could really find a reason for everyone. So I don't really like doing that. Uh, Ron, let's get some suit jackets. I want to talk about Minnesota because they really got me tight. I'm not gonna hold. Oh, hip named Slickback said, "Why is everybody acting like what Mars said is crazy?" Kobe literally said the same thing when he talked about James Harden in Houston. You cannot win with that much ball dominance. Appreciate you, Pimp Name Slip Back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we finally got to the super chat of the day. Um, Teflon Gunsmoke said, let's have that Jalen Green conversation, good people. Oh, we did get to that super chat too. I yes, we did, Miles. You think we forgot? Hey, bring Mars? up Miles left. Bring up Miles left with his. There's, there's no way that you thought we just forgot that, Mars. No, nah, I was just hoping there was more super chats. Miles left said, Mars, let's get to the facts on Jalen Jordan. Facts, mm. facts. Um, oh, Teddy Hart, change topic. Change topic, Teddy Hart. No, no, Teddy no, 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 change topic. No, we gotta respect the no, super no, chat. It's a $25 super chat to change the topic. He just sent one right now. We have to change yeah. the topic. Teddy Yo, can y'all... Oh my Teddy god, that's the rules. Teddy Hart. I appreciate that you, brother. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We gotta change the subject. Yes, we yeah. do. Real yeah. quick, we'll come back to him. We'll come that's back to him, Rodney. Let's go. Yeah, we'll, let's go. What we got, Teddy? Teddy said, how y'all feel about Ant crying in the post-game interview about Shea getting getting all the foul calls? Meanwhile, in their matchup, including that game, he shot more free throw attempts and smoked the clutch ones, I might add. Love Ant, but that's crazy. Yeah, I think sometimes, especially in like after a heated game and in the moment, you know, emotions just happen. And probably that was probably something Ant complained about. But then afterwards, probably thought about it. It was like, oh, yeah, maybe I was probably reaching to that. Um, I think stuff like that happens. Wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, there we go, Teddy the Goat, Teddy oh, the Goat. Yeah. Hey, hey, and, and as if not to double down on Actually, it, we, your now we, Charles we, said Jalen Green, Jalen Green, we on your ass, Mars. Hey, go ahead and take this full screen, brother. We have this Jalen Green talk now, Piccolo. Let's have the Jalen Green talk. What do you guys want to talk about? Let's have let's, let's do it. What happened to me? Cooking. Cook him the way you cook Wizard. Cook him the way you was trying to cook Jabari Smith last year. So apologize for being wrong about Jalen Green to the masses that you was put uh 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 uh, Tra- Jalen Jordan is insane, Mars. Mars he's still, Mars he's still done more in the NBA at 21 than Jordan. That's Mars, I got you. I got you. I got you. That's, that's only question. Yeah, that's, only that's fine, but that's why I said. So but I, with that being said, said, Mars, we watched the game last night, and what did you see from your man? There was one turnover where he stepped in bounds trying to inbound the ball. That was yeah. crazy. Um, but I, I saw someone who um can't make jump shots that that's that's why I, I, I that's that's the problem for me it's the jump shots that he can't make and me and dub have had this conversation i was of the belief that he's getting himself good looks he just needs to capitalize on them we're now 40 games in and that hasn't happened um so he's probably not as good of a shooter as i thought he'd be by now 
38 um, in a month of january bro that's yeah he, he's not he's not as good of a jump shooter as i thought he would be so that's probably the biggest um concern he has had to have the largest adjustment to the new system his touches are down his time of possession is down he's getting the ball just a whole lot less and he's having to probably be a better decision maker than he's been asked to be which is um he's struggling this is the first time i think he's had a team of real structure so he's definitely struggling um as a scorer he's not strong enough at all that's one thing that um i noticed like early on in the season he's just not strong enough cam whitmore we, me and Chow were talking about already cam whitmore is just far superior in terms of his athletic build ready for the nba he's way stronger he doesn't stop his path as easily um that's why Jalen struggles around the rim as much as he does for someone as athletic as he is because if he's not drawing a foul and he has to play through contacts he's probably going to miss um there was a couple plays last night that were actually quite promising with, with him finishing through contacts but generally speaking he struggles in that regard um also on his gathers like when you gather the ball for your layup he gets stripped a whole lot that's just because he doesn't protect the ball well enough so that that's another problem but i'm still I'm still on the side of optimism because he's 21. He's not 22 until Man, shut up. Man, shut up. I'm, tired of you. I'm Man, not about to up. I'm not about to give up on someone no. who has shown me the upside he's shown me. Those back shots is moving you, I promise you. Oh my god. I don't I don't you I don't call stop. them bad shots because he's missing. I don't call them bad I said shots bad shots. I said those back shots, Mars. Back That's shots. what I'm saying. They're really moving you, bro. You gotta no. cut it out, bro. Mars, you got to I was Jalen Green long before those videos. he made bad shots. Yeah, Focus I was pushing. I was pushing Jalen Green propaganda long before those videos. But I mean, I guess. But yeah, I think I think it's a large adjustment period for him. He's not as good of a shooter as I thought he would be um, by now, which is disappointing. But I'll say progression isn't linear. I don't think he got worse at basketball, but he's been worse this year than he was last. Year. I don't think he. I, I think this year he might. He might. It's a bad year for him. I'm not about to argue that he's played good this year. He hasn't. His scoring has fallen off a cliff. His defense, although I think is better, still isn't very good. His passing is he's more willing than ever, I think, but still he's still not a very good passer. So there's a lot of holes in his game, but he's 21. Like, I'm not about to give up on someone who could only legally drink for the last 11 months. Like, there's no reason for me to give up on a 20-year-old, one-year-old who's shown the upside he has. So this is why he don't get leeway, right? How many times when there's a young and up-and-coming guy, Mars be like, nah, he's not that good. He's not this. He's not that. Then when James Wiseman, when time progresses, they showed him not the to. Upside they've shown. Oh, 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 oh. And as time progresses, they showed him not to be great. Oh, man, I told you he wasn't that good. I've been saying he wasn't that good. I've been saying he wasn't this. Nah, Mars. So I'm going to do that, Jay. I'm going to do that today, chill. I told you, Mars, he's not that good. He's never mm -hmm. going to be efficient. He's never going to be that guy, Mars. I've been telling you we're going to come out. Probably a year later, later you're going to have this optimism. Bro, at the end, bro, shooting 39% for the season, Mars, is insane. And you want to know why he doesn't get the ball? Because they get him out of the freaking lot. They get him, they take away his touches because he doesn't deliver. You can't keep giving a man touches if he keeps messing up. And I've seen them try to give him the ball, even in late game scenarios, mainly in the beginning of the year. And guess what? They was like, nah. Because you suck. You can't deliver for us. Not at all. So you know what? We just got to keep the ball away from you. They ice him out because he don't deliver. That's not really because of – that's not just because they're they just trying to get him away from the ball. They get him away from the ball because he cannot deliver, Mars. Nah, well, bro. Cook that's that, fine. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, I said he's, he hasn't been good this season. I'm not arguing against that. And the reason I'm not 
I guess cooking him like I cook James Wiseman is because we know this when we when you we think what James Wiseman is worse, right? Well, not just that, but well, obviously, clearly. But when when I evaluate players coming into the drafts, I have people who I think are very good, and I have people who I think are not very good. I have people who I think are going to be terrible. Blah blah blah. And then a part of it does come down to confirmation bias. If I see someone who I thought was going to be bad end up being bad, I'm quicker to say, yeah, this guy's bad because I already saw them being bad when they came in. And if I see someone being good when they before they come in and then they are good when they come in, it takes less for me to see them in the league to say they are good. And then when I see someone who I thought was going to be bad be good, it, it, I have to, I personally want to see a larger sample of it before I admit I was wrong. Like Jabari Smith. It took the whole rookie season where he wasn't great. He started picking up towards the end. I still didn't say anything. Then I saw him in the summer league. I was like, okay, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing this. I'm ready to prepare my apology. Then I saw him in preseason. I was like, okay, Jabari looks good. Will you make the, the same apology for Jalen Green? Can I finish? And then I see, then the regular season comes along and I'm like, okay, I was wrong about Jabari. But it took me a year to admit I was wrong about Jabari because when I think someone's not going to be good, I have to see a larger sample when they're doing the opposite. With Jalen Green, if I think he's going to be good, and he, he turns out not being good, I'm going to want to see a larger sample of him not being good before I say I'm wrong. Whereas if I thought he was going to be bad before he came in, I would have already said, yeah, Jalen Green's not good. He's going to be he's going to be bad. Look. But because I mm -hmm. saw the upside when he was in the G League and I saw the upside in his first two seasons, this 42 games he played isn't going to be what's going to tell me that, oh, yeah, I was wrong. Because when I've already believed in the upside, it's, it's going to take longer than for that to for me to admit. It's now, been... if this carries on for the rest of this season and then next season, and I still don't see the development in his strength, or his jump shot, or he still can't finish around the room consistency, and his ball handling still isn't as good as it should be, and he's going into his age 23 season, yeah, I'll be like, okay, I I mis-evaluated this talent. But mm -hmm. I'm not about to do it from, this is the first season of his career that I would call bad. I think he was a very good rookie, and I think he was very good in his second year. This is the first season I think he's been bad. And can I'm I, so fine to can I just ask, can, can, can I just ask, what do you think is the cause of him looking as bad as he's looked this year? Because for me, I feel it's just, the situation that he's in, I would say seeing he spent his first two years basically playing professional AAU in the NBA, and now it's a system. Now he has a vest that demand the ball. Now he, he he's playing meaningful basketball. He's playing basketball for to get us in the playoffs. He's playing in those that, that type of environment. A guy like Sengun, who I just think is just better, um, it's not affecting him as much because he's just a better player. But with Jalen Green, I don't think he's bad. I think he's just in a bad situation. Is that the case, or you think, oh, he's just not improving? I can't call a bad situation a winning situation. I can't, I can't, I can't do that. I think he has been in situations where we he spoke about it in the offseason. A lot of people have spoken about it in Houston. Accountability wasn't a big thing. There was no accountability. Just do what you want, play with reckless abandon. We're not gonna take you out of the game. We're probably not, you're probably not gonna learn anything, but you're gonna just make as many mistakes as you want. A lot of the Houston roster has spoke about that. Eme came in and that changed. And then in the G League, it was very similar. There was very little accountability for him, Jonathan Kaminga, a lot of the young like, NBA prospects that were on that team. And in high school, I mean, it's high school. So Jalen Green is going through a development from high school when he was one of the top recruits in the country. One of the Him and Cade were battling for number one. Through the G League and in his first two years in the NBA, that's about six years of literally no accountability for what he's doing. So I don't think he grew up learning winning basketball and making the right plays. It was all... You're the best player on the team. We're going to give you the ball. You're going, you're going to score. You're going to make your mistakes. We're not going to punish you or teach you what you're doing wrong, blah, blah, blah. Just figure it out. And now he's in a situation where, look, if you're playing bad, you're not going to close this game because we're trying to win. So if you're not doing your job, we have no reason to keep you out there just for the sake of it. And I think 
part of it, I think, is affecting him mentally. He's posted a few things on Instagram yep. about his men- about his mental health. I think he's genuinely in a bad space mentally. That hopefully he can figure it out. Hopefully his coaching staff is talking to him. I think that's part of affecting his play. I think that's part of it. The other part is this is the first time he's playing with that level of accountability. Sangoon came from playing pro overseas, where the, the level of accountability is through the roof over there. Losing is not accepted. Sangoon spoke about that too when he first came to the league in Houston. They didn't they didn't care about losses as much as Sangoon's overseas team did. When he was overseas and they lost, it was depression. When when he's in Houston and they lose, it's ordinary business. He, he said he wasn't used to that. So I think Jalen's was coming from a situation of a lot less accountability. So it's a larger adjustment period for him. But the reason why I'm not giving up on him is because I can't see the level of talent that I believe he has as a shot creator, as a scorer, as an athlete, and say he has no chance of ever being good, especially when he's 21. He's 21 and has shown in the league this season in very small situations that he can still score at the NBA level. Last season, a lot more consistently that he can score at the NBA level. I don't think that someone who's shown as much positively as he has, I'm going to give up on them because they've had a bad first half of the season, which will probably end up being a bad full season. I'm not saying he's going to turn it around after the All-Star break and have a good season. I think he's going to have a bad season. But I remember when Scotty Barnes had a bad season last year, people were like, oh, Scotty Barnes didn't really kick on from his rookie season. And people were like, oh, we're kind of disappointed in Scotty Barnes. He didn't do what we expected in year two. And now year three, he looks like an All-Star level player. For Mobley, people were disappointed in him in his second year because he hasn't taken a jump offensively he still hasn't taken it i'm not giving up on him i think progression for a lot of these young players doesn't go automatically year one year two you're better year three you're better year four you're better some people progress at different rates and i think maybe Jalen green is having a down year maybe next year will be a better year if he comes hey, shut strong. up i'm tired but, of hearing this he's having he's having his worst year in this whole time i just said that i just said no i'm not hearing this bro chat don't let him live bro don't let him you said let's talk about Jalen green i said i'm not gonna next year i'm giving my genuine opinion and now you don't next year when you're gonna have to get on the screen the same way y'all was doing for jabari smith and apologizing next year i'm be waiting for you, Mars. I'll be I waiting can't. for you. I'm gonna be like, Mars is gonna get on on the full screen. Chat, everyone, the Houston Rockets organization. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for advocating for Jalen Green for him being this great basketball player. I thought he was best. I thought he was better than I thought. I was wrong, and I apologize. The man is not somebody you can rely on, and I'm not gonna rely on him until he shows me. So you got it, Mars. I'll be waiting for you next year, bro. I'm just early that's, to the party, fair. man. Yeah, I got the one ready for you because I think I'm you're gonna, gonna be of age in the United you're States, States of America. Yeah, I'm not saying you're gonna be wrong. I just like this is my genuine thoughts. I'm I'm not trolling, as you can tell. I've admitted this is his worst season by far. This is the worst he's looked in the NBA. He looks worse than he looked in the G League, in my honest opinion. But I, I don't think that I don't think he you didn't show flashes though, Mars. Like we watched yeah, him last night. Everyone shows flashes. Yeah, flashes. Yeah, flashes. Not, flashes. Not, yeah. Not, 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 not like that. Like, not like that. Last Julius night, Randall has shown flashes of being a great player. Mars cooks the hell out of him Wait, all the time. What are we Mars, talking about? Mars, right. can I ask? You go to so finish out the season. He's having a down year. Goes into the playoffs. He stinks it up. Forty games into next season, and he's playing even worse than he did this year. Are you going to come up here and apologize? Is the tune going to change? You're going to give him more time. Um, well, I think context is key. If he looks worse this year, and I, I'll probably say Houston is definitely not the right place for him. If he looks the exact same, I would probably say he needs to get out of Houston. Houston will probably agree he needs to get out of Houston because I know he's up for his team option this year, or they can extend him. So that's the two options: max rookie extension, or they use his team option and then they'll have him as an unrestricted free agent next year. 
I'm of the belief, based on how bad he's been this year, they aren't extending him. I don't think they're going to extend him. I think they're going to get his team option. Jalen Green will be playing for a, a max contract, max rookie contract next, next year. year. Next year. And if he yep. still looks bad, he will be out of Houston. He's not going to be out of the league. I hope, I hope everyone is aware he he's won't be out of the league after next year. Like Another that. team will give him an opportunity. But I will, my level of expectation for all NBA, one of the top scorers in the league, will definitely be curtailed a little bit. I'm not going to, I won't be as high, as high on him, but he's definitely not as bad as James Wiseman or Killian Hayes. Like, I, I don't think he's ever going to be that bad. That's fair. So, yeah, but I'm, this season, it's been terrible. I'm not, I'm not arguing. You cooked Julius Randle way worse than Jalen Green. And people was, because people were saying Jaylen, Julius Randle was a top 25 player. Yeah. So I said, that's not true. He's not a top 40 player. That's my belief of Julius Randle. The only person who praises Jalen Green is me. No one else praises him. So who am I meant to cook? I'm not going to cook myself. If you want to cook, you can go ahead. But like, I'm not going to cook. Yeah, we're cooking you today. All right. I, I, I got to be consistent. Yeah, that's, too, that's, fine. that's fine. I, I, I have, I don't, I don't obviously praise Jalen Green as much as Mars. But I was high on Jalen Green coming into the year too, and or coming coming into the year, coming into his career, I've been I was high on him coming out of high school. I do got to say though, I got to be consistent because I'm always like this with young players. When Ticket came up here and was was flame throwing um, Scoot Henderson, it's like yo, Ticket he's young. All these other guys, yo, this player's young. This player's young. We got to give him time. It takes time. That's the and I'm I'm a, I'm gonna keep the same energy with Jalen Green. I do believe Jalen Green's still going to have a good career. I do believe he's going to get more efficient. I do believe he's going to get bless. stronger. I do believe he's going to shoot better. He's going to get to his spots more. He's going to he's he's going to just become a better player, better decision maker all around. Duh, what's your I motivation? Oh, hold on, hold on, Ron. Duh, what's your motivation with Jalen Green? I'm I'm, I'm trying he doesn't to doesn't like how much I praise yeah, well, him. That's why he's focusing. Right. On I, I I I get oh, that. I've never right. liked Jalen Green. Like I haven't. Jalen Green. Jalen Green to me, he's always just gonna be it. To me, he's always gonna be an inefficient player. I don't think he really plays. I don't think he plays the right way. I don't think his IQ is up there. And like in terms of playing team basketball, I think, I think the best role for him was probably gonna be like him as a coming off the bench and him really being in control of a bench unit and being the main scorer. Hell yeah, I think he'll be. I think when the ball, when he could do whatever he wants with the ball in his hands. With like no limitations, I think that's right. like the best version of him, right? I think that his best role, I don't think he's good enough to be that type of player on a playoff contending team. So if he's like that off in of the year bench, three, that's where we at in year three. That's what hell we yeah. I don't need that much time to see what a, I've been watching him for three years now, bro. He ain't that good. Like Honestly, I think he'll right be, now, chill. That, that might not be, be a bad role for him. I like think, that, that Harden you know for OKC role, bench, that, that J.R. Smith role. If he's coming, well, saying, yeah, if he's coming off the bench remember, and just giving you straight heat, because this is why I give him more, because I do think if he does get more uh, better with the ball and better decisions, I think like he could be a really good ball handler off the bench, a really good scorer off the bench as well. The thing is, though, I just think this is way too much of a role for him to be one of the main guys of the crew, your main ball handler, your main right. scorer and be effective at it. So I think if he's coming off the bench and perform and performing and playing that way, I think that's the best fit for so him. Who's, so so what you're doing is, is you getting, because that, 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 that doesn't make sense to me, Dub. And the reason why is because what you're telling me is, is that I got a better two guard than him. So if I got a better two guard than him, then I'm probably going to get somebody cheaper than him. But that's, play, that's, 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 that's not that's not the case. Bob says that all the time, and I, I believe you should start your best five players. 
Bob is under the That's belief what I'm that thinking. Should, I think Bob, he's a star. It, 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 I, I believe that. But Bob is under the belief, and a lot of people are too, and you see it all across the NBA. You don't start your best five players. You bring one of your one of your other one, one of your best players off right. the bench so they can run with the second unit. I don't personally believe that, or I don't like that, but I could see it in this situation with Jalen Green being able to come up, come in the game and have full control over the offense. You don't have Fred Van Fleet out there. Maybe Sangoon's not even on the floor, or maybe it is him and Sangoon. But however, more more so, he's the focal point of the offense coming off the bench. He gets to do whatever he wants to. He got he got Carl Blutch to to you know shoot anything, make any decision, and it allows him to play his game more. And now it also makes everybody effective. I don't know maybe. who you do start at the two for Houston. Maybe it's Cam Whitmore. Maybe it's I don't know. Maybe don't that know, might but. be the and to Mars's point. Mars, do you think that that maybe have been destructive for him to come into the league like that, and now all of a sudden he gets oh, yeah. this sort of this sort of structure, and now this is what his game looks like, and maybe they tearing him down to build him back up into something else, not necessarily a rotation player, because I think he's a starter. I do believe that. Oh hell, I think, no. I, 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 I think it's possible that when you have a player like Jalen Green, who's been, I don't want to say built up wrong. But I think he's def his development has not been correct. I, I genuinely believe that. So maybe Houston are having to deconstruct Jalen Green's game and then rebuild right. it in an image that's conducive to winning, which might make sense because his role has been drastically different this year than his first two years. He's having he's playing a lot more off the ball, a lot more catch and shoots. Fred Van Vliet's controlling the offense. Um, he's running less pick and rolls than he used to. Um, he's actually not too bad in the pick and roll, to be honest. But he's running less pick and rolls than he used to. He's being asked to do more defensively, more as a rebounder, the more the little things. So maybe they are trying to just deconstruct his game, and he's he's shooting out of rhythm. He doesn't have the ball in his hands as much, so it's possible. But I don't I don't get the bring him off the bench thing. If you're gonna say he's not good enough as a ball handler and decision maker with the starters, so you give him the full license of the bench to dribble and do more. If he's not good enough as a ball handler in a secondary role. Why would you then give him the primary role but, of doing it well, with the we seen we seen him do it last year, Mars? He he was much more effective. Last year was clearly the best season. And it, I'm not I'm not saying he had a phenomenal season last year, but he averaged 22 last year. And he and he had his spurts where he looked good. Clearly, he's more comfortable being the focal point of the offense than he is in the role that he is in right now. Yeah, but it, 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 you, you uh, go ahead though, because you were the one who said it. No, so I was no the reason the reason for that is it's almost like and you guys are actually hitting the point that I was thinking about. Um, I think he's just played a bad brand of basketball on the Houston Rockets for so long now. He's built bad habits. So against lesser lineups, against lineups that I think he could probably take more advantage of, I think building him up in that way would be more beneficial to him. And I think he could probably gain more of a rhythm like that going up against your second unit guys rather than the first starters. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So I think yeah. he'll be, you'll see more production. And then over time, He'll build confidence because we I, I do agree with you, too. I think it is hurting his mental health as well and his confidence because he's not being able to perform at this level. So him getting buckets on those second unit teams, building confidence more, then you can start implementing more in those starting lineups. And hopefully the trajectory of his career right now can be to where you guys think that he can be now. But if they continue to build him up in this way, I don't see how he can be successful. I think you need to find a way. Because when you face up against lesser talent, it boosts your confidence. It does. It happens. When you over here going against lesser talent, get getting buckets, and then you match, match up against those starters right there, guess what? I'm in rhythm. I'm over here in stride. I know where I'm I know where my spots are. I got a better feel of the game. Other than 
yo, I'm trying to figure this out with our starters right now. And it's not really worked for me because I've been playing this brand of basketball for two years well, now. It hasn't been conducive to winning. With, which is fair. All of those points are fair points, Dove. I think that we have to hold him to a higher regard. But we also got to hold Houston to a higher regard, too, because you did take him with the number two overall pick in the draft. And it is your responsibility to develop him. It is your responsibility to hone this guy into yeah. a franchise player like you have. So you can't just have this guy here as a French as, as the number two overall pick, and all of a sudden he's having mental issues. Was he having mental issues when he was 22 a game and he was getting the ball every trip? Was he having mental issues then? Because I'm having a difficult time with the idea that now because the offense has changed and because he's not involved as much as he used to be, now it's been a, it's been a little bit more difficult for him. I can appreciate that, that it's been a little bit, bit more difficult for him. But when the offense has changed, the Houston Rockets, it's their responsibility. I've said this to you in the past, Moss. When I come into the game, I have pro potential. It's your job to teach me the pro game. That's your responsibility. They've failed him. They have failed him, the Houston Rockets, a thousand percent. I, I, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. They have not failed him. They, they, no they, 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 they put it. They put I, don't, it I think they have. No, failed look him. at what they, they just did. They put. That's they just, just put, now. This what about is the first one two year. years of his they, career. They, the they failed him with the first year. We were by far the worst franchise in the league. Yeah. They failed And it's and it's not it's not about winning games. It's not about winning games. It's about the player development. It's about the accountability on the roster. It's about the coaching. It's about everything that we're seeing on the floor. Even the bad teams, the Spurs, the Pistons, the Portland Trailblazers, whoever you want to say, they they were they weren't damaging their young players. I genuinely believe Houston were damaging their young their young pieces with what they were doing with Steven Silas and whoever else at their home. It was terrible what they were doing. Ron, let me ask. Between his rookie year and his sophomore year, what moves did they make that made you say, "Oh, they're helping Jalen Green"? Oh, you, you. Here's the, here's what you could say. You could say they did a bad a job between his rookie and sophomore year. And also, too, you don't know how bad a coach is until you see how bad a coach is. Oh, when you see, see a better Steve, coach. How about that? When it's you see that's a better what coach. they did, and that's why they went and got Ma Udoka. That's why they went and got Fred Van Fleet. That's why they went and got Jeff Green. That's why they went and got all of these vets. Yeah, Dylan this year they're doing that job. And that's what I'm saying. Previous to that, we, we they've only had two years to adjust, and they did their job. The, Ron, you think it could happen in two years? You could wreck a guy. What are you talking about, Ron? <laughs> this isn't this isn't a guy over the course of. Of a couple of months, two seasons, they could wreck him. That no, for sure. I don't think that they have failed Jalen Green. I think they did an amazing job last year of putting or this this off season of putting guys around him. Keep in mind, it's only been two off seasons. On top of that, they had the number two pick. How many teams over a span of three years go from a number two pick to where they are right now? The, the Houston Memphis Rockets Grizzlies. have actually exceeded expectations. The Memphis Grizzlies. Just just so just and, just and, so, just and, to avoid any confusion. In recent memory, the Memphis Grizzlies. And, and check yeah. this out with the Grizzlies. And Go check ahead. this out with the Grizzlies. John Morant was the final piece to the puzzle. Keep in mind, before that, they drafted Jaron Jackson Jr. Before that, they had drafted Dylan Brooks. Before, and then, well, no, they got Desmond Bain Desmond after. Desmond Bain was off the John Morant. He was after, yeah. and then they got Desmond Bain well, after. Oklahoma so, City Thunder. No, it took the Thunder yes. a little, it took the thunder a little long. They drafted Chet number two. He That's missed it. his rookie year, and then what did they do with this offseason going into this year? And look where they're at now. The number yeah, but the, the, yeah, but the, 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 the Thunder are a little different, though, because the year before that, they were in the playoffs. The year before that, they were in the playoffs. They ain't been in the playoffs since 2020. Have, uh, okay. uh, no, uh, that's right. not true. Jalen was the star of the – because we got James Harden. Right. We, well, not we. That was when I was a Warriors fan. They had James Harden. 
And then James Harden left. And then the next year was the year they tanked, got Jalen mm-hmm. Green. And Jalen Green has been there for the for the process of the rebuild. Mm-hmm. And I do think part of it is we are better than more people anticipated. So now there's more of a spotlight and Sengun's doing what he's doing. So there's more of a spotlight on, hey, the number two pick from Sengun, same draft on his team is looking as bad. Also, especially on this platform, I genuinely believe I've put more of a spotlight on Jalen Green from how much I've spoken positively. Oh, you him. absolutely have. So now, now there's people in this chat or who watch the show after the fact. <laughs> yeah, who genuinely, I believe, watch yeah. Houston. Who genuinely watch Houston because of what I've said. And he looks like this. So I, I think he's getting a lot of more negativity because of that. But mm-hmm. I, I think we are ahead Another. of schedule in terms of people. That we're better than people expected this year. That is true. Because when I was sitting there screaming, oh, 40 wins for the Rockets. I like what they did. I was told, oh, you're bugging. Oh, man. I, even Mars, who was a Rockets fan, I would just be happy with 35 games. Mm-hmm. If we get anything above 35, I'll be ecstatic or whatever it was he said. But someone in the chat even said the, uh, the Magic and the T-Wolves. And they're drafting number one, not at number two, but them drafting one, how quick they were able to turn the ship around. In a matter of what, two seasons, three seasons? The T-Wolves was in the playoffs last year, which would have been, what, Ant was drafted 2020? They were in the playoffs in 22. And they were a playoff team two years after they drafted them. For the Orlando Magic, they drafted Paolo at number one two years ago? When did they draft Franz? And the Grizzlies was so, a good example because so John that, Morant, they started, that, they started winning way, they started playing better with John Morant. And the year before, I mean, they were playing bad, but they weren't really like investing in young town because Marcus saw Mike Conley was still there getting games up. So like the young town wasn't really getting a lot of PT right there. But Jalen Green them. hasn't been a short trucker by that. I'm, I'm, that thing that about Jaylen no, he's just, he's just missing this, everything. This year he hasn't been short. If you want to say last year and yeah. rookie year short trucking. Cool, I get it. This year, he hasn't been short-tracking. Now, there's been plenty of times where he's tried to draw a foul and he hasn't got it and the shots look bad, but he hasn't been short-tracking this year. He's taken relatively good shots. He's just missing them. And that, like Dub says, he says it all the time, if you're missing your open looks, that's more concerning. Yes, it's very concerning that he's that's missing. And, you got to make open shots. Very concerning that he's missing. And the last, what, 18 months of the Pacers – as well as at, from when they got Reese and everything he did preceding getting Reese, what they have done. Someone in the chat asking, what am I talking about? It's different situations for talking about the Thunder. My point is these organizations are actually doing something and they're benefiting. They're doing things that are beneficial for the player. They're helping their young guys. They're doing the right thing. The Rockets for two whole seasons were AAU ba- professional basketball for Jalen They were Green. just playing. It was nothing. I swear they were just he was just up. showing Ron, up to play Ron, basketball cannot, with Ron, no guidance. You can, Ron, you cannot sit there and act like that Houston Rockets team wasn't just leaving their child at home with no food and just making yeah, them exactly. and I think, and I think that's like, a large testament to Sengun because Steven Silas was killing Sengun. Yes, like, he was. The fact that Sengun is this good after what Steven Silas was putting him through, putting him on the bench for some of the worst big men I've ever seen, because apparently he can't play defense. He could have wrecked him. Saying that he he's not a good him. enough playmaker. Steven Silas was a criminal with Sengu. The fact <laughs> that he's still in the league is crazy. He was a criminal when it came to Alpen Sengu. Which, that, by the I, way, he, he since, we are, since, we on, since we on the subject of Steven Silas, quick, quick, quick uh, FYI, guys. Just so you know, the Detroit Pistons, they lost 28 straight games with Steven Silas on the bench. Hey, Damo, that Charlotte Hornets team, that was awful. Guess Twenty something games. He Guess was there, the, right under his dad. Be. Right under his dad. He has been a part of three oh, franchises, oh, three singles, three separate seasons where teams are losing twenty plus straight games. I don't think and that's you're a telling me he's not a fan. All right, man. That guy can't. He's a curse. That's why Detroit's that bad. I know they have the coaching staff. He's a curse. 
He's a walking plant. He goes to teams to destroy them. He's a plant. Big Ox, we're not being dramatic, sir. We are not being dramatic. We're being honest about teams ruining guys and their potential of ruining guys as opposed to teams developing guys. That's an actual thing. And that, if you watch that Houston Rockets team last year, they had no direction, none whatsoever. They had no idea what they were doing. There's a reason why they were at the bottom of the league last year in fourth quarter turnovers and in fourth quarter points because they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't have any system. Which, by the way, this Singoon, that's a double-double, uh, that's a walking double-double this year, he was on the bench most of those games in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. Steven Silas. Silas, Silas, Silas was ruining Singoon. The fact that Singoon overcame it, it's a huge testament to how good he is because I don't know what Silas was doing with him. It but that'll crazy. go to show why he's so good now and able to not be affected by the change of expectations and change of pace for the Rockets. That's what I think. That, that's what I think the real problem is with Jalen Green. The fact that he spent two whole seasons as a number one option on a professional AAU basketball team, because that's what I'm going to call the Rockets teams that he was on. They were professional AAU teams. And he was just asked to roll the ball in the court and just play basketball, bro. Hey, bro, play basketball, collect your shit. I was standing on this, Domo. It was crazy. I was standing on this. That team, those teams were worse than this yeah. Pistons team this year. I will stand on that. Yeah, it's not, it's not about it's Absolutely. not about the wins and losses. That it was bad. They didn't look like basketball. That was that probably be the only professional basketball team I would say could lose to a really good college team because they had no direction. They couldn't do anything. They literally they had no idea what they were doing. They were so and to bad. go from that and to go from that to be Jalen Green to go from that. So now you have another guard who's going to be as demanding or as dominant with the ball as you, and now you're not getting as many or any of the looks you were used to getting playing AAU basketball, and now you have to play in a system. You have to play under guys. You have to play in the offense. You have to play for wins, not just play for your stats. I'm not surprised he's struggling, especially even at that point in time when he was playing AAU basketball. He was inefficient then. The 22 a game was still seen inefficient 22. He was a shot chucker. Was the label put on him? So I'm not surprised an inefficient guy is having problems adjusting to playing winning basketball now, adjusting to playing basketball that means a meaningful game when he hasn't had that at all. I didn't realize – I mean, it makes sense. Singoon played pro ball before he got here. It makes sense why his mentality is like this and why he wasn't affected by it. I, I just can't blame Jalen Green too much. Bro, it is have, disappointing, but – That's Damo. No, that's, that's, that, that's me. That's me. Uh, either way it goes, though, we got to uh, – we gotta we gotta get to the title and we gotta grade these offseason. Oh wow. So no let's go way. let's go ahead and get into it. I got 15 guys, and I need you guys to tell me the grade of each of these guys. Um right. Hold now. On, before we do that, Ron, can we read can we read this chat real quick? Go ahead. You got think we got the Dallas Mavericks without Luka Doncic are 0 7, 30th on defense, 28th in offense, 30th on net rating, and 30th on both field goal percentage and three point percentage. 28 19 with Luka, uh, with healthy Luka. This is from last season before Kyrie trade. Yeah, that's so with no Jalen Brunson, no Porzingis, no Kyrie. This is back when it was Spencer Dimbody. Second yeah, option. I agree with you on that Dallas Mavericks team. I agree with you. When they had no actual viable other options, I agree. But when you have Jalen Brunson and Porzingis and now Kyrie, I that's my that's the people I'm talking about. Not the Spencer Dinwiddie second option minutes. We good on that. We good on that. All right, Ron, you got it. All right, fellas, let's get into it. I'm going to give you guys some of these offseason moves, and you guys tell me as of right now, how's it looking? Um, from the top, we are going to start with the Memphis Grizzlies and and Marcus Smart. What would you give that grade so far? Incomplete because he's been injured. 
It's a, yeah, it's, a, it's unfortunate circumstances that Marcus Smart is a winning basketball player and he's on a team that's not able to win because of injuries and suspensions mm. and him himself being hurt. So it's just a bad fit for both parties now because their their intentions were different from when they got him. So I have to give it like a D, personally. I have to give it like a D. I'll give it a I'm going to say... I'm sorry. I'm going to say... No, I was going to say C because they haven't been healthy all year with Ja or Marcus Smart. So in my head, I like, I don't know. Like, I can't grade it because I don't know how good they can be. So I'm going to say a C because I just don't know. I don't think it's too bad of a move. I'm not going to lie, Ron, you're, you're L guy today. I'm not, I was reading these $10 drawings before you got here. You're L, L guy, man. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> the Lakers with Torian Prince, Gabe Vincent, and Christian Wood. We're just going to bundle them all in one. Look, 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 look. Can my man handle it? Can my, can my man handle it? That's what I want to know. Can he handle it? Um, I would give them a C- minus in terms of Ooh. all those signings now. I'm not going to say anything too drastic or crazy. Just a C-. minus. Gabe Vincent's an F. And, that's, and you know what's crazy? Gabe Vincent's an F, and Torian Prince is a terrorist. How do you think I feel about Christian Wood? Imagine how much I got to love Christian Wood. Wood. PT. They, they don't get Wood Exactly. PT, exactly. Why it's, wild. Wild. it's wild how, in, how in, like, inconsistent his minutes are. It, it's actually crazy. Yeah. But C minus. I'm not going to go harp in too much about the Laker politics. D. D. All those I'm with Damo on C minus. I think he needs to invest more into Christian Wood and put him in more lineups. And just more PT in my he head. actually is really productive when he's out there with James and Anthony Davis. That yeah. that's that that's when he's the most productive when I see him but, out there with those two guys. But when Great you got a when you got Great a guy that keeps going in and out of lineup, it's hard for them to build like how, how valuable is the is the is the pickup if he doesn't play? Like that's why I'm giving it a D. Like and yeah, why does he play? don't play? And why yeah, does that's why it could be incompetent. It could be no 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 not Darvin. The whole coaching staff. That's what his fault is. Yeah, it, it can be. It can be. It can be. It's incompetence. But if I'm grading the signing, the fact that he's not playing, it's a bad sign. So D, because Gabe Vincent. D. <laughs> All right, y'all. Keeping it pushing. We got the Golden State Warriors and Chris Paul. F. He's been hurt damn near the last like six years. So yeah, F. F, F. trade. Bad, bad, yeah, bad. One trade, of the most bad. meaningless trades I've ever seen. Both players are F's crazy. Both of them. Might as well just stayed with. Might as well just stayed with what you had. Honestly, <laughs> I ain't never seen a lose lose trade before. That's crazy. Yeah. Keeping it pushing, we got another player that has actually been hurt, but was a big offseason move. The Phoenix Suns and Bradley Bill. What are we grading this? B B B plus B plus mm -hmm. I think because they got all Chris Paul, that's good, and Bradley Bill's looked good and since he's come back for like the last what three three weeks or so, mm -hmm. and he looks like he's fig figuring out his role. He's playing very well, extremely efficient. Like Bradley Bill can score as a third option. Who would have thought? B plus A minus A minus. Mm. I'm going solid B. Mm. Yeah, I don't mind that because of the health. That's all right, fella. I'm projecting what you got you? with mine. I was saying to be minus because of the help for that reason right there, because of the help. That's why they got you there. You don't have to do as much. Don't get me wrong. You're going to be the third guy, but you didn't have to do as much except stay healthy. Why do we not include Bobo? Bo? 
What do we include? He was a pickup. He was a pickup. What are we talking about? All right, we were mobile boy. Let me tell you, we were just. My fault. Go ahead. We were just talking about him, but now we're gonna grade him, and I'm a, I'm gonna bundle these guys up together too. Got Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Fleet. Hey, 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 hey. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Even though the contract's a little bit od, they are. Nah, yeah, no, they're not. No, they're not. Hey. No, they're not. Because hey. hey. remember, Fred got a team option after next year. Yeah, fantastic contract. Dylan oh, Brooks' contract yeah, okay. goes down every year. Fantastic year. contract. That's true. That's a, true. That's true. Borderline A plus if Dylan Brooks hadn't missed some time. But that's an A. Easy. Oh, and respect Jeff Green too. Oh, A plus. A plus. I was giving it an A plus. I was giving it an A plus. Yeah. And getting Porter off the. It goes down to a D minus when you include Jock Lando. Hey, Jack Lando was an insane signing. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my God. I hate him. Those playoff games really moved them, huh? Yeah, man. He's defending Jokic for like six possessions. Now I'm just getting eight million on my team. Yeah, I that's insane. That's insane. Him. Oh my god. He's a that that's an A though. I, I do think Dylan yeah, Brooks and Fred are would be an A plus if Jock Lando didn't exist. But a. All right, y'all sliding out to the East Coast. We are going to the nation's capital. Washington, DC. How no. are we grading F, Jordan Poole? F, 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 F. F, nah, F. it can't be a, a well. So, I mean, technically, if you think about it, they lost Bradley Bill for Jordan Poole. So, F. So, but they're trying to lose games. F. And okay. Jordan Poole's a young god. Okay. No. How many, how many times? How many times, Mars, have we seen guys that are on bad teams still score at a high rate? How many times have we seen that? Plenty of times. Nobody up here thought that the Washington Wizards. It would be empty gonna, stats. And that's the point, Mars. Nobody up here thought that the Washington Wizards was one going to win, make two, make the playoffs. But I was one of those guys who thought that Jordan Poole was going to be one of the league leading scorers. He hasn't been close to that. He has not been close. You empty stats. But I should give you twenty. I should give you. I should give you a prediction. I could have told you that. He's not. He's not even giving you empty stats. Mars, you didn't. You didn't. Like, let's be real. Even we thought. Like you thought. I assumed more than seventeen. Like, come on, bro. You know how you, you ever see them, them I, F's on your I, paper, the F's that the teacher put on your paper with a big circle around it? That's what he get. One of them big. I'm, F's I'm giving it a D plus. I don't, I'm not giving it. Damn. Nah, I'm giving them an F. D plus. All right, keep keeping it pushing. Uh, I don't know if you guys technically want to call this an off season move, but it was an off season move to turn into another move. We got the Indiana Pacers signing Bruce Brown, and obviously he was flipped to Pascal. So you could just rate oh, the wow. Bruce Brown signing, or you? Oh no, no, we're not, yeah, we're not doing all that. No. Nah, 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 Ron. The signings, the sign, it's a, it's a B signing. It's a B signing. Yeah, I would give it a C plus. I'm fine with it. I'm fine. I was gonna say a B minus C plus in that range. Yeah, yeah. I'll go B. Yeah, I'll go B minus. I'll go B minus. That's that's fine. B minus. It was okay. B. All right, the Milwaukee Bucks getting Damian Lillard. What are we hey. rating this right now? I'm losing Drew Holiday. Hey, yeah. I want to hear what Chill's gonna say though. Uh, hey, I'm gonna give it a C. Oh, oh. a yeah. C? Oh my God! As I'm going because they didn't. But, but even though, even though I think that they're fools gold, I'm, I'm not gonna lie about that. I 100% believe that they're fools gold. But with that being said, they do have scoring. It wasn't like they got a complete bust. So they did 
get some scoring at the at, at the point guard spot, 100. But they traded that for defense and some scoring. So I'll give it a C. A C. I was going to go B minus, and I thought that was going to be the lowest one. Gian- right. Giannis is having one of his best seasons because of this I'm trade. Not, bro. I'm, going, I'm going A minus. No. I'm no. going A minus. I'm going what? I'm going A minus. Yo, y'all don't understand how crucial Dave is to that offense. That offense. I don't. Oh, my. Because the thing is, if the Bucks is a defense that gets cooked in the in the postseason, regardless if Drew Holiday's there, why the hell are we grading the Bucks because of defense when they get cooked? Dub. David Roller being there is amazing. I, I just don't get it. Like we, we, well, maybe you guys didn't. I've been telling you guys, Dame is one of the worst point guard defenders I've ever seen. You said before, he's the worst from, ever. In fact, you didn't yeah, say from, from, you said he's the worst ever. I'm, 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 I'm being, I'm being polite. But yeah, I said he's the worst point guard defender I've seen. Like him, Isaiah Thomas, Trey Young, those type of guys. That's how yeah. bad. Look, Pistons, Isaiah, you guys. That's how bad I, I was saying he was. So now he's in Milwaukee, and he's just that bad defensively. Everyone's surprised. Malik Beasley is the one we should be upset about. Malik Beasley is meant to be a defender for some people, even though I know he don't play. Both of them. No, but we knew Dame wasn't a defender coming in. No one went to, no one thought, oh, Dame's on Milwaukee, now he's going to play defense. We all knew that wasn't going to happen. It's about how he can help Giannis offensively. That's what he got picked up for. But wait a minute, Mark. One of the best offenses in the league. Dame did what he was bought to do. Right. Be borderline unstoppable. And the Bucks' offense is borderline unstoppable. So why am I going to cook him for the defense being bad when he was picked up with the knowledge of his defense is going to be cooked? They were meant to put another defensive guy in the backcourt with him, and that's where the Bucks fell. That's, that's where they fell. But and, the and Dame signing is exactly as good as it should have been, in my opinion. And that, no, that, 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 that's why that doesn't work, Mars, because you just said it in terms of defense, right? So we already know who Dame is. So the Bucks. They, they, they lose Drew Holiday and they lose Grayson Allen. So Grayson Allen is at least going to compete on the defensive end. Malik Beasley, what is he? A long ball shooter. That's what he is. Nobody ever talks about no, nobody ever talks about Adrian Malik Griffin Beasley. Said, oh, I like him. He's going to be our point of attack defender. And th- th- this the same Adrian Griffin who had a coach quit in the beginning of the season because he saw this and was like, this dude don't know what he's doing. Right. So the so the Dame acquisition, let's discuss the Dame acquisition according again. Drew Holiday provided them with something that they did not have, which made them competitive as a playoff team. Won the NBA championship with this group. You don't like Damian Lillard as a defender. I don't like him as a defender neither. So now what we're gonna do is we're gonna take Drew Holiday out and we're gonna put Damian Lillard and we're gonna take that defense out. And we're going to put Damian Lillard and we're going to supplement that with just buckets. So now what we're getting is we're getting 136 from the Detroit Pistons, right? We're getting 134 from the Utah Jazz. That's what we're getting. And we're getting Giannis, who, if they were better defensively, we'd be, we'd be talking about a guy being in the defensive player of the year conversation. But because we can't get anybody to defend on the perimeter, this is where we are. And that's largely due to you giving up what helped you win the NBA championship and you traded all of that for scoring, which, by the way, I don't think that that's going to win you the NBA championship. This is why I think that they fools go, fellas. We we, we got to keep it pushing. Though. We we got to get. I got another team that we got to get to. Oh um, we got but the wait, Boston Celtics. My bad. Last thing, my that last thing. But if the Bucks defense is always getting cooked in the postseason, why are we ranking them off this off this signing because of defense? When Drew Holiday got sunned by Jimmy Jordan, when they were getting sunned by KD by himself, when uh even uh uh the Celtics was sunning them too. So what I mean, I don't I'm not with it because Drew Holiday, even though what he brought to you defensively, guess what? It's almost the same combo in reverse. He was a terrorist offensively, too. 
So it's either so what would you rather have? A guy that's giving you defense and he wasn't that bad offensively. No, he wasn't. I know we gotta go. I know we gotta go, but there's no way to tell me that 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 Drew Holiday was as bad offensively as Damian Little was defensively, dog. No way you're gonna sell that to me. No way. Hell no. All right, y'all. We got the Boston Celtics. Who plays Drew and Porzingis, right? Yes, separately. Porzingis are A plus Drew. B. I'm yeah, giving Drew because I don't think he's got to do as much on Boston as he had to do on Milwaukee. I would B. say Drew B, and I would say Porzingis A. Porzingis is an A plus to me. Uh, fantastic. Yes. KP is an A. KP is an A plus. A thousand percent. And yeah, I'm I'm fine with Drew being a B. Offensively, I think he's regressed. Defensively, I think he's still great, but I think he's like the second best promo defender on that team right now. Which says you a think lot Derek White's better? Jesus, Derek White's different. Derek White's oh. such a dog this year. It's insane. It is insane Derek. how good he is. But Drew being that fifth best player says a lot about how good that team is. But yeah, I'll give Drew a B because offensively, I still think he's not great. Although he's shooting the three well this year. Um, and Paul Zingas, I think, is the easiest A-plus of all time. He's been so good for him. All right, y'all. We got some super chats. I'm gonna try to run down all of these as many as I can. Your Highness Charles said, "Y'all ignoring the context. Washington got rid of that awful Bradley Beal contract. Something the current GM didn't give them. Also, got what little value you could for Porzingis. See for me. Well, if you include the Porzingis, John, I understand. I was just going on with Beal or D plus or whatever I said. D something." Prince Liger said, uh, Ron, you better read my $10 super chat or fist emojis. In. Oh, about to get these hands. You better oh. watch out, Ron. Oh. things I got to do this week. I'm not trying to right. walk around with a blacker eye. Right. So you better get these hands. That's I'll go ahead and read this. Yes. Prince Liger said, chill in Mars. Can y'all answer this? With how Kawhi was playing in the 2019 playoffs, how would a seven-game series with the Cavs go if Ron and Kyrie stayed there? Me and my friends were debating hmm. this. The way James was playing in 18 and the way Kyrie Irving was playing. Six. Yes, I think they beat them 100%. Well, that Toronto defense was different, but Cubs in six. Winter said, Damo, how you feel about your Lakers since she wasn't here earlier? Also, chill. When are you pulling up the press box? Uh, soon. I'll be, I'll, I'll be there soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I you am better feeling- get there before this week because you ain't going to have nothing to talk about, brother. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm feeling indifferent about the Lakers. Um, you know, ups and downs of being a Laker fan, typical. Um, just ready <laughs> to see uh just ready to see D Lo go. Not ready to see D Lo go. I'm sad to see D Lo go, but I love to see DeJounte come in here. So hey. Uh last super chat. Teddy Hart said, How y'all feel about Ant crying in a post-game interview you about Shay? Yeah, we, we didn't talk about it though. Remember, we had to change the subject. So, Right, right, quick. How y'all feel about this? I think it's about the context of the free throws. You can get more free throws, but if they're deserved, like if Ant feels he's legitimately getting fouled and Shea isn't, even if Ant's getting more free throws, yeah, definitely on that. Hey, hey, chill. You already know what I was I think it, I think context behind free throws is a key <laughs> thing. Real bucket getters hate seeing guys getting these unethical buckets get praised. I'm telling you, it, that's like that's soul. like KD's forty really was sixty. Like, hey, I ain't gonna lie, that was going. one of the most realest games I've seen in a minute. 40 straight 40. No, no free throws. No, no, I'm getting 25 40 shots. 40 I went from all my 50 no free throws. That's how that's real buckets. That's right. how you know real bucket is for real. All right, y'all. The press box is not next, 
It is now. Leave here and go over there. We'll be back at the same time tomorrow. Same crew, same I, I talk show. about the wolves on Dubs World, man. Tune in. They, really, they got me tight. They oh, really got me tonight. tight. Pull up the playback.